Welcome to the Random Team Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about Captain America Civil War. Finally. Oh my god. It's, uh, it feels like I have been anticipating this movie forever. Like five years. Yes. It's been <laughs> 84 years. It's been 84 years. Yeah. This is a huge, huge story arc in yeah. the Marvel Universe. It is specifically, it is a Captain America story. Yeah. Um, because it was originally a part of, uh, I believe, I want to say Volume 5. Uh, yeah, that's what you said yesterday. Okay, yeah. As part of the Volume 5 uh, Captain America set. But uh, it threads... It's so overarching. It, it's crossed over, it crosses over with um, not just Spider-Man and Black Panther. Uh, also Blade, Cable, and Deadpool. Wow. Um, it crosses over with Fantastic Four. It crosses over with Miss Marvel. It crosses over with Punisher, She-Hulk, Thunderbolts, Wolverine. So, so, so many. Yeah. So many. Um, and I th think if you listen to our, you know, like our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast, and if you don't, uh, why not? Yeah. Uh, there are about 98 comics in total. Yes. That are involved. That in are recommended the, reading. Yeah. If you go to the Marvel Unlimited yeah. They give them to you, and they give them to you in the order you should read, the recommended reading order. Yeah. And I didn't quite get that far. You read a lot of them, I though. read a good bit, um, but I didn't quite Because you had already read the Civil War arc itself. Yes. Just the, just the run of that. They but, did do a run of standalone. Yeah. Of the Civil War. Uh, it was seven. And I have, I've definitely read those a couple times. Um, but this movie was not... That. Right, that. <laughs> yeah. It was close. As as the MCU usually does, they, they kind of remix it. Was fine. It. it was fine. Uh, this was actually two story arcs mm -hmm. built into one. It was not just Civil War. Okay. It was also uh, the Winter Soldier story arc, uh, which you find in the same uh, series, uh, Captain America Volume 5. It's specifically issues 8 and 9 and then 11 through 14. Mm -hmm. But I suggest you go ahead and start with issue one mm -hmm. and read straight through to 14. Okay. It makes a lot more sense. You don't want to skip around. Yeah. Um, it's a very good story arc. And that's where uh, Cap finds out that Bucky's still alive. Yeah. And Bucky had been gone for a very long time. He yes. was one of the people that everybody was like, Bucky's the only one that stays dead. Not so much anymore. Yes. So, um, so Bucky Barnes as the Winter Soldier coming back has been a relatively recent occurrence in the comics. Yes. Um, because, I mean, Bucky's was, he was literally universally noted as one of the few comic book deaths that remained dead. Uncle Ben and Bucky, basically. Yes. Uh, no one stays dead except Bucky, Jason, Todd, and Uncle Ben. Mm. However, all three brought back to life uh, in 2006. What? Although, although Uncle Ben, it was an alternate re reality, but yeah, but yeah, all three of them in the same year. Yeah, wow, all three of them came back. So yeah. So we have seen this twice now. Yes. Um, in 3D and in 2D. Yes. Yes. Which I'm sorry, I've got to say, IMAX 3D is the only 3D there is. Real D, yeah, Real D doesn't, doesn't do no, anything for me. No. And I, I think I would have enjoyed this just as well without the 3D. If yeah. we had just seen it in IMAX, I don't. Yeah, I can leave give or take. And eventually, 3D. with a movie this long, the glasses end up bothering me. Oh, and I have to wear my glasses under the glasses. Yeah, it's painful. Yeah, but um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was so good. I, especially after the train wreck that was Age of Ultron. Yes. 
Um, but this, this felt like a fix-it fic. Um, it was. But this, like, I'm still going back and forth in my head whether my top Marvel movie is still Winter Soldier or if this edges it out. And I think it still has to be Winter Soldier. Yeah. This was very busy. It was very busy. It was much more of an ensemble film. Yeah. Than, than a Captain America film. Yeah. Um, but there's so much crossover with it. I Yeah, I still would have to say Winter Soldier would be on top and then Civil War and then like Iron Man. I think the Avengers one. is probably... Oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, I man. love the Avengers. And then Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then something, 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 and then Hulk. And like all and then Iron the Man things 3. and then Hulk. <laughs> well, Hulk. Iron Man 3 I would do. Hulk. I would do Hulk, Iron Man 3, and then Age of Ultron right at the very bottom. Ooh. That's how much I hated Age of Ultron. Yeah. It was worse than Iron Man 3. That's really saying something. Isn't it? Yeah. It is. But I but I thoroughly enjoyed this. Oh, I had so much fun. Um, so many emotions. So much fighty fight. Oh, I know. Lots of fighty fight. Yeah. Lots of moneymaker. I felt I felt like I was kind of like the Scott Lang of it. I was just happy to be there. Just happy to be there. <laughs> nice to meet you, man. <laughs> I'm shaking your hand way too long. I think I was the Peter Parker. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, what's that? What's this? Wow, that's awesome. Oh my God, that's Black Widow. <gasps> that would that would be me. Yeah. Oh, I enjoyed it so much. So it's... where do you want? Well, okay. I think we should probably even... start. We were both team cap going into the movie. Yes. Are you still on team cap? Yes. I am as well. Absolutely. Um, Not to say that team Iron Man didn't have merits. I think both sides were just really not all right and not all wrong. Did you ever actually have a moment where you started thinking team Iron Man? No, I kind of did. I got it. I got it. I understood. I, oh, I understood it, but I never I understood switched it. allegiances. Because you know this whole this whole, and I know it's not the registration act like it was in the comics, but it's no. the same kind of thing. We'll okay, work. well, let's start there. Okay, let's start with that. Okay, um, because the Sokovia Accords. Because they they discuss it as Sokovia Awards. Accords. Awards. Uh huh. Accords. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas canonically in the comics, it is a registration. And it's all United States. It's all... Yeah. So you, when I'm discussing the differences between the comics and the movie, you have to understand that it's just the United States in the comics. Whereas in the movie, it's a global It's global. It's initiative. the UN, which I kind of like that because it updated it a lot. Yeah, I think that was that made it more relevant. Even though this is a very recent storyline. Yeah. Um, it made sense for it to bring in it um, did. T'Challa as well. So much more sense. Uh, well, that launches him for his movie mm-hmm. coming down the road. So Eventually. I was pleased with that. So yeah, we can start with that because um, they bring in uh, Thaddeus Ross, mm. which he's quoted as saying that he really didn't feel like it was he was reprising a character as much as a reboot. Yeah, of his character, which is fine, except. When I heard that he was cast as uh, as Ross yeah. again, that he was that Ross was coming back, my first thought, of course, was Red Hulk. Yeah, because Red Hulk is in Civil War. Yeah, so I was like, oh yeah, we're not going to get Bruce Banner, but we'll get Red Hulk. Nah, mm-mm. not even a hint. And I don't buy General Ross as the Secretary of State. No, like I just don't. So. Yeah, I was I was not real pleased. I mean, I was 
glad that they brought him back. It was uh, the Russo brothers uh, have been quoted as saying that the reason why they brought him back is because they wanted to make the Incredible Hulk movie relevant again. Yeah, yeah. Because there are so many tie-ins between all of the different movies, but that one really doesn't have one. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, because that the whole tie-in to Captain America was blink and you miss it. Yeah, with the shield and sure. the ice. Oh yeah. Um, and like they're like you might have like people would have forgotten about. I forget about it. Yeah, it was movie one, phase one. Yeah, or phase one, movie one, whatever. Phase one, movie two. So, was it the second? Oh, Iron Man was one. Yeah. The see, I can't even. Whatever. Um. So yeah, I was I was disappointed with that. Yeah. Uh. Although we needed somebody military. Yeah. Could have been Talbot. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think his character would be strong enough to carry in a film, though. I don't think it would either. Uh, he's we, he's we a needed, little bit too much of a caricature. Well, and we needed William Hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Which I'm fine with William Hurt. I just don't buy Ross as Secretary of State. Of all the people that you could pick as Secretary of State. Yeah. I mean, okay. he royally fucked up the, the Hulk thing. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Uh, okay. So then, uh, well, let's talk about Crossbones. Okay. If you want to talk about disappointments. Yeah. Yeah. He was a big one. Uh, that was, Yeah. Um, he was barely even in the film. Yeah. He didn't even, he didn't even get, uh, I'm sorry, I'm laughing at my cat. He didn't even get, a, he didn't even get a real uniform. He didn't get a good costume. I know. It was like scratches. He was trying. He was trying. He wanted the cross, he wanted, he wanted the crossbones. He did. And he was in it for like five seconds. Yeah. And I was very disappointed. Um, the thing is, canonically, if you don't know, spoiler alert for comics, because this is the Civil War storyline. Right. Uh, Captain America dies at the end of the Civil or reportedly. I was very worried that that's what was going to happen. Dies at the end of uh, Civil War, and then Bucky picks up the mantle. Yep. And carries on with it, which would I would have been okay with. And eventually Sam does after Bucky. Uh, eventually. Yeah. Uh, way down the line. It's actually, uh, Tony's the one that convinces... Bucky to, to do be. it. Yeah. To pick up the mantle. Yeah. Uh, and Bucky only would only agree to it if it was, if nobody knew. He's okay. like, I ain't, I ain't registering. <laughs> I ain't doing it. <laughs> Not gonna do it. Um, so I was, I would have been okay with it. Yeah. I would have been fine. Yeah. With that story arc. Um, because you've got to get away from these characters. You've got to move along. Yeah. Eventually. But I was very disappointed. But uh, yeah, Crossbones was involved in... Uh, the killing of Captain America. Okay, okay. Uh, him and um, Sharon Carter. <gasps> da, da, da. It was actually Sharon Carter who took the shot. Wow. Would be the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they got mm-hmm. estranged, didn't they? Oh, they're, okay. Okay, well, let's talk about that. Okay. Let's talk about the uh, Steve Rogers, Agent Carter. Sharon Carter. Sharon, don't, oh, sorry. Don't. She's, a, she's an Agent Carter, too, though. She is, but she's not the Agent Carter. No, she's not the Agent Carter. I'm sorry. I do not have the problem with Sharon Carter that a lot of people in the fandom do. I don't have a problem of her in and of herself. I have a problem with them making her, inserting her just for the sake of het romance. But canonically... Steve Rogers was much more involved with Sharon Carter than I, he ever was with Peggy. Yeah, but kissing her at her dead aunt's funeral, who is also his ex-girlfriend. Her, it wasn't at her funeral. Okay, but it was really close after. That's just a little, <laughs> a little fucking awkward. 
Okay. But it... they Okay, the explanation for it is because they needed to show her motivation for being Helping. on his side to help him out. They See, had to show the motivation. Like, like, Sharon just couldn't think he was in the right? I don't know. So... Sure, I mean, yeah, I agree. I didn't like it. I know. I didn't have a problem with it because from my point of view, it's always been Sharon. Yeah. And him and Sharon have been on and off. Well, because you're looking at it from a comic standpoint. Of course. Yeah. Of course I am. Yeah. Um, so I fully was like, yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. So, um, and so all the people who were actually expecting the Stucky moment, I'm sorry. It's. I Yeah. And that was the thing though. Like I didn't expect that canonically, but. Oh, there were people on Tumblr who were. I know. And, and the Russos. And I'm sorry, but. The Russos made a point of saying like, Stucky, uh, Stucky, <laughs> Steve and Bucky's relationship is. You know, a very strong one. It's a profound one. You can do with that what you will. The What got um, a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths is they did some reshoots in January. Yeah. Um, and the reshoots were the clothing for the kiss scene. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying... We don't necessarily know that that's what they reshot. But then the Russo brothers have been kind of tight-lipped about and kind of visibly unhappy with... The direction oh. of it, and even even it's uh, because Disney stepped in and said exactly it was too homo. Mm-hmm. And Chris oh, Evans yeah. even yeah. said uh, said a lot of the scenes I had with Sebastian were suddenly cut down. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so yeah. that's why it, it kind of put a bad taste in my mouth because it felt very much like a no homo kind of a thing. Sure, sure. Um, whereas I think they could have left it more ambiguous, and uh, and I know like the Stucky shippers, and I'm one of them. Wouldn't have been happy without, uh, yeah. As I am wearing my Ask Me About My Ship Stucky shirt. Yeah, I mean, so, I, but I never expected them to be like, okay, well, now they're going to kiss oh, no, in no, the movie. No. no, no, no. And um, and even so, they wouldn't do it right. Yeah. They would fuck it up. Yeah. They would absolutely fuck it up. Yeah. So, I don't I don't trust them with my babies. Yeah. So, I knew, I, I knew it was not going to happen and it was going to be 100% subtext and I'm okay with that I'm okay with that but I felt like the Sharon thing just came out of I know a lot of the film film people yeah feel that way yeah but it but I have to defend it oh I know I know I and I see where you're coming from too I still don't like because it's always been Sharon yeah so um so to, to, to branch off of that the uh the story arc the other story arc, that's the Winter Soldier story arc. Right. Um, I didn't realize that they were playing off of that until they had the, the photo mm-hmm. of the supposed supposedly Bucky. Yeah. Um, because that's straight out of that story arc. Okay. Okay. Um, did you, were you fooled at all in the movie that, that Bucky really did it? Or did you automatically assume that was not Bucky? I was not sure. I assumed it was not Bucky. If it Bucky. was him or not. I didn't know. Yeah. I was like, okay. I was like, I trust happens. my baby. <laughs> I wasn't sure because we didn't know what kind of mind frame he was in. We have, yeah. I had nothing to go off of. That's true. Um, I was just, let's wait and see how, where they go with this. Yeah. Um, and uh, in that story arc, the Winter Soldier story arc, uh, Sharon is with Steve. Mm-hmm. Physic- and not like, they're not together. They're actually on a break at that time. Yeah. They're fighting. they're very on again, off again. Very, very on again, off again. Um. And she is as she's Agent Thirteen. 
um, and Nick Fury is around, and he's the one who shows it to her. Okay. And then there's, you know, should we, should do we tell Steve? Do we not tell Steve? And they finally they end up they have to. Yeah. Um, because he is the only one that could bring him in. Exactly. And not get killed. And he does so. make that argument in the movie. Yeah. So so it runs through that story gambit too, which I thought was really interesting. Although they ha- we just had a whole movie on that. Yeah. You know, why didn't they do it there? But I guess they had to... Whatever, I'm cool with it. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So that's the, the Sharon thing. Um, where do we go from there? Um. So I thought it was really... And, and I've seen a lot of people being like, this should have set off warning bells. Is that Ross drops this, like, 300-page document on them three days before it's supposed to be signed. Nothing like that in politics happens that quickly. No. They should have been bought, brought in much earlier, but they weren't. And that was. No. And I could see that being a tactical thing on Ross's standpoint. And I think Tony was so blinded by his guilt. Okay. That he. that Because he, I think if he really would have okay. thought about this in a, in, a, in a much more rational fashion, mm-hmm. he would have had issues with it. Okay. Uh, let me defend Tony a little. Okay. Uh, initially in the Civil War story arc, and you can reference uh, Amazing Spider-Man Volume 3 issues uh, 532 through 538. Uh, And in those issues, you will find that initially Tony was against it. Tony was fighting it, uh, going to Capitol Hill, going to the secret, going to the secret meetings that you're referencing. Really? Yes. And trying to fight it. Okay. He was absolutely 100% against it. He recruited uh, Peter Parker. Okay. To his side to be his second. Okay. Um, And here's where I take issue with Peter Parker. Okay. In those particular comics, Peter Parker is a grown man. Yeah, we got wee tiny baby. He is married to Mary Jane. Okay. And full grown adult able to make his yes, decisions absolutely. for himself. And is aware of and is very aware of everything that's going on. That was the opposite of the Peter we got. Yeah. And Tony did uh, bribe him with a new Spider-Man costume. Okay. But not this one. <laughs> not the first Spider-Man not costume. Not this one. No. This was, he gave him a, a much different one that had like these arms that came out and all these different cool little Tony yeah. dealios. So, um, so yeah, Tony, there, it was, it was, it's in the comics. It's a, it is a long drawn out process. Yeah. Okay. Um, but then... Uh, let me think. Uh, how how it because uh, so you know Tony's fighting and they're just it's a talk. Yeah. And Tony's just thinking it's gonna get hoping it's just gonna get buried under like you say the paperwork. Yeah. But an incident occurs. Whereas in the movie we have Scarlet Witch accidentally blows up some people. Yeah. Which that broke my heart. But this was in the works before that. Yes. True. Um. Absolutely true. But uh, in the com- you're right. In the comics, it's going on. Yeah. But there's uh, and I was always like worried, trying to figure out how the because I thought initially that it was going to be something Bucky did. Yeah, I did too. That was going to cause it because in the comics, um, there's these um, there's an explosion in Stamford, Connecticut, which I think they were kind of trying to stay away from Connecticut. Yeah. For obvious reasons. Oh. Yeah, think about that. Yeah. Um, and where there's a group of, of uh, enhanced people or whatever, and they're part of uh, this reality show, 
and they're trying to get ratings and everything by trying to take down these supervillains. And well, they go to attack them, mm-hmm. and this particular villain by the name of Nitro uh, causes an explosion because yeah. that's what he does, yeah. and takes out six hundred people, including sixty children. Holy shit! So I can see why they did not go there. Yeah, I can see that. I can totally get that, and that's good. Yeah. So that's what caused the U.S. government to introduce the Superhero Registration Act. Okay. As opposed to the, uh, the Accords. Right. So there's there's the differences there. And Spider-Man is a, a grown person. Yeah. So, boom. That's, that was weird. Yeah. But, yeah, I really was thinking it was going to be something Bucky did. Yeah. But then it was Scarlet Witch, and that kind of broke my heart. I know, that, that did, that did hurt. That did hurt. Um... So again, like I, I, Tony, Tony's mental state. Okay, so just keeps getting worse and worse so throughout yeah, these movies. So he's at the MIT. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, what happened to his anxiety? Yeah, yeah, interesting. Just thought about that. Well, okay, so he's he does the MIT thing, and mm-hmm. um, which I'm very surprised he did that in front of everybody instead of just showing the technology off. He actually goes through one of his memories and set, and he ends up saying, I love you, Dad. I know you did the best you could in front of this auditorium full of people. Uh, that's very therapeutic. Yeah. Kind of therapeutic. Uh, but brave. Yeah. And boy, that CGI work they did on him was so good. Yeah. Because like, damn, son. Mm-hmm. That was impressive. But again, they have him on film at that age. Exactly. So exactly. they had lots of stuff to work with. So I thought that was impressive. I was still impressed with it. Yeah. Because then he walks, they walks out behind himself. And I'm like, whoa, yeah. dude. All right, so he does. Because I thought it was a straight up flashback. At first. And I think you were meant watch. to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. First watch. Yeah. So, you know, he goes out into the hallway and he meets the woman. who talks about her son who was in uh, Sokovia. Yeah. Uh, Who I kind of thought Alfre Woodard was wasted in this one scene. She's such a great actress. She is. You know, she's actually, uh, she's cast in like Daredevil or Jessica Jones, or she's in another as oh she's in okay. another Marvel okay, as another be character cool. as another character. They did not know that she was cast in something else when they cast her for this, Awkward, or vice versa, or something. This is all supposed to happen in the same world. Maybe she has a twin. Yeah, I can't remember what it what it was. Um, hang on, I actually have it here somewhere. Uh, I can look her up on IMDb. No, no, I got it. Uh, Alfie Woodard, who play who portrays Mariah Dilliard in the MCU TV series Luke Cage. Oh, I can't wait until Luke Cage appears in the film as Miriam Sharp, the mother of an American citizen killed in the Battle of Skakovia. Woodard was suggested for the role by Downey before Marvel Studios learned of her casting in Luke Cage. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah, boom, there that is. So, uh, in the comics. Uh, to make the comparison, Tony goes to the funeral of one of the children who was killed in the explosion. Okay. And a woman accuses him very publicly, very loudly, very hysterically. Of killing her child. Of killing her child. And so that's the guilt that he carries. Yeah. Well, and we knew... It's the same idea, just different. He's had guilt before with um, the whole getting ready for, um, uh, you know, what, what? well, what Scarlet Witch planted in his head... In Ultron, mm, mm-hmm. he's got tremendous guilt about um, surviving and his friends dying or it being his fault. I mean, so Tony's mental state is not great right now. No. And then you've got no. Pepper has left. 
Well, yeah. Or they're they're on, a, on a break. We're on a break. All I could think of was friends. Ross and Rachel, yeah. We were on a break. But it, so, I mean, Tony is not well. And I feel like nobody's really addressing that mm. from the mental health standpoint. But it was just was like, not, Tony's wrong. Yeah, but this was not an Iron Man movie. No. This no. is a Cap America movie. So, yeah. So, I mean, I feel really bad for Tony. Sure. And I feel like he's not blameless. Cap isn't blameless. Um, but I did see a post on Tumblr about they were they were like, okay, look at all the things that Tony was offering as like considerations for 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 Steve like we can always amend the agreement later we can always do I this I know he was trying to be reasonable He was trying but none of that was a guarantee I uh, yeah I know but and Tony's so, trying to be diplomatic Yeah he really was So but for me though the reason this just smacked of you know singling out people making them officially different and that's kind of like laying the ground. That's kind of how we started laying the groundwork in World War II. And so that did not sit well with me. That's why these accords were never like, you know, I, I, I was okay. never really on Team Iron Man ever. Okay, so let's briefly discuss the mutants. Okay. Um, because this is not the Mutant Registration Act. No, it is not. Um, uh, just a lot of, well, were the mutants in all this? Well, as we know, you can't have the mutants in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They don't but, own the M word. Uh, in the canon, to answer the question, the mutants uh, came up neutral. Really? They were neutral. Okay. Just, you know. They had their own shit going on. They did, and they had just gone through, uh, they had just had this big issue where a lot of people lost their powers and shit. Oh, that was Scarlet Witch. Uh, she so, like yeah. fundamentally remade the world. So yeah, I'm Scarlet sure. Witch is arguably the most powerful thing in the MCU uh, or in in the Marvel universe because she is crazy powerful in canon and a mutant in canon. But that's neither here nor there. Okay, yeah. Uh, the X Men, on behalf of the mutant community, declared neutrality. Acting leader Cyclops felt the mutants had already been through too much during the declamation uh, to take a stand either way. Individuals within the X-Men had their own opinions on the matter. However, uh, Wolverine felt that the act was every bit as racist and oppressive as the Mutant Registration Act, while Bishop felt it was necessary to embrace the act and make sure that mutants could continue to self-police, lest the truly oppressive regime of his home timeline should come to pass. Yeah. Um, I just saw the Accords as being grounds for, like, like they said, oppression. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Um, and then just to take it one step further, uh, Pietro. Yeah. Uh, Quicksilver. Uh, during the declamation event, he lost his speed powers, but gained uh, new powers by inhaling the Inhumans Terrigen Mists. Shut the fuck up. He now has the ability to restore lost powers to former mutants. He's an Inhuman mutant? What? Fuck you, Marvel. Just let that sink in. Fuck you, Marvel. That hurts my brain. But Pietro belongs to the other camp now. So, uh, and to round that out, uh, Wolverine. Okay, so we talked about how the Civil War actually started in the comics is with Nitro. Right. Well, we have to find Nitro, right? Right, So of guess course. who goes looking for Nitro? Wolverine. The one person who can track him. <gasps> sniffy, sniffy Wolverine. Wolverine. So, yeah. he has an entire storyline trying to track down 
uh, Nitro to bring him. Okay. To, okay. Uh, and it involves some time travel. Of uh, fucking course it does. And uh, Sue Storm. Oh, oh yeah, it's it's great. Oh my I God. actually kind of enjoyed it, and he uses some of uh, Nick Fury's secret bunkers and shit. Oh, it's great. Please read the story. It's it's wonderful, and I adored it. So there's um, where all of that so is. So do you have anything else you want to talk to about the Accord because you brought up Nick Fury? Uh, not really. I was kind of looking for some Tony Stark stuff, but I'm not finding what I'm looking for. So. Well, I mean, Nick Fury was conspicuously absent, absent from this movie. He was movie. very conspicuous, conspicuously absent. Um, so I don't know what the fuck Fury's doing. Because um, we, I mean, we did, like, if we would have just picked up from Winter Soldier, I would have said, yes, this makes perfect sense. He he gave it up. He was going to go hunt down the last of Hydra, whatever, whatever. But because he came back in Ultron and was in a position of authority again and brought Maria Hill back as his second. Now I'm yeah, like. Yeah, where, where the fuck is he? Yeah, that's yeah. It's very confusing as far as the MCU is concerned. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I know he was on I'm pretty sure he was on the cons. Yeah, because he gave Wolverine, you know, help with the Yeah, he's definitely on the anti anti. He's on the opposite. I have a list of pros and cons uh, who's for and who was against just okay. for reference. And okay. He is smack dab in the against the against. Okay camp um so there's that which because like okay with what we learned in winter soldier he was behind project insight until he realized the true intent of it yes um it was going to be let's neutralize threats before they become threats and steve had a problem with that so this feels kind of and i know it's not the same thing but it feels kind of in the same vein for me Mm mm-hmm and I think that's why I was just like, no, I don't like it. Don't sign <laughs> it. Yeah. But yeah. But I will say, like, Sam was, and this was pointed out to me on Tumblr, um, and I noticed it on when we when we want, went to see it again, Sam was very vocal against it even before Cap opened his mouth. Sure he was. And I thought that was really good because people seem to characterize Sam as, well, he just does what Cap does. Uh-huh. He is well, very much well, his own person. Well, well, he said it in Age of Ultron. Yeah. He just said, I just do, I do what he does just slower. Yeah. He said it himself. But he's not a mindless, whatever Steve no. says goes. No. He was against this, like, from the get-go. It did kind of bother me that his argument was always directed towards Rhodey. Mm-hmm. The African-American sidekick against yeah. the African-American sidekick. I, I didn't like that. It was paired up. I was just, no. Yeah. No. Really? Yeah. Let's not do that. No, but they did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, why? like that. Why couldn't Sam argue with Tony? Yeah, exactly. Why couldn't he argue with Natasha? Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. Who I think she's got a fair amount of guilt, too. Uh-huh. So I think I think a lot of this just plays on their guilt because, you know, Steve makes the comment, okay, a lo- some people died today when he was talking to Wanda, mm-hmm. but think of who might have died that we saved by our actions. And it's, and it's the constant superhero issue 
yes, there is a butt ton of collateral damage. Are you saying the Avengers shouldn't have gotten involved in the Battle of New York? Because then we would have been invaded by aliens. Exactly. Because they were showing, at the very beginning, Ross was showing the video of the Hulk slamming through Manhattan, killing Chitauri. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what was the... What was the other option? Oh, you were going to nuke New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seemed like a good idea. But would any of that have happened if Thor had never come to Midgard? That's true. And as Vision points out, as the number of powered people go up, it so begets. does catastrophe. Yeah, yeah. So there's a point there. That's true. That is not that is not a, a you know an incorrect statement. No, no, no. So they laid the groundwork for Wanda and Vision. They did, who they canonically get married. Yeah. Um, and I think we talked about this in Age of Ultron. Yeah. So. I saw the saltiest post on Tumblr, and it was like, oh, I really I really like how they're laying the groundwork for Vision and, and Wanda, and I think it's going to be really interesting that when in uh, Infinity Wars, when Wanda falls in love with Thor. I saw that. I was like, that is the Inexplicably. saltiest post. Although I think she does at one point. It's great. But she falls in love with everybody at some point. Wanda so. is very unstable in the comics. She is crazy. Mm-hmm. She is fuck ton crazy. Yep. Just going to put that out there. So. Um, she, yeah, she, I don't even want to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. There's she so crazy. Much. She crazy like whoa. Yeah, she crazy like whoa. She cray cray. <laughs> well, let's just put that out there. So, oh, but I, I really like this Wanda. Yeah. Um, which I think is interesting because she started off as a bad guy in Age of Ultron. Um, but I, I really am I'm sympathetic toward her. And She's had character development. She has. And like you pointed out with the whole explosion in uh, Lagos, um, it was either the people on the ground. Either way, or the way somebody, people are going to die one way or the other. Yeah. And she was trying to help. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's that was the suicide vest. Yeah, Michael. that was a suicide vest Michael. that Michael brought up um, that uh, Crossbones had, which again... Our listener, Michael, for other people who are listening. Really crappy uh, use of Crossbones. I get, yeah, man. Was, and they kept... they. That's the thing. They, they hyped him in all the mm-hmm. press. They set him up so much in Age of Ultron. They've been interviewing him. They've been... And I'm just like... He's a name. Yeah. The Michael Rumlow. Yeah, he's a name. No. Brock... Grum- no, that's his character name. Never mind. Frank Grillo. Frank Grillo was like Rumla. Oh wait, that's the character's name. Bless your heart. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Um. So, want to talk about some of the new characters that we haven't talked about before in the MCU? Okay. So there are three characters that. Well, uh, four if we can't Everett Ross. Oh yeah, Everett Ross. Oh, yeah, there's four. Okay, so there's four new characters introduced. That we really um, have not discussed before, at least on this podcast. And I'm only going to briefly touch on uh, touch on them because they're going to be in other movies. Yeah, they're um, going to get their own origins in the MCU, so... So let's start with... Oh, well, Spider-Man is... They're, apparently, they're not going to give him an origin. No, well, not a traditional origin, yeah. but he's going to get his own movie, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, he will get his own movie. Uh, I think it comes out 2017. But I know so many people were very happy that we were not going to do the, oh, oh my God. Uncle Ben died with okay, great wait, power wait. comes great responsibility. Oh, I know. Okay, so what's the, the ongoing theories that every time Uncle Ben dies, Aunt, uh, May. Aunt May is absorbing his life yeah, force? Yeah, Aunt May's getting younger and yeah. younger and younger. Not that I'm complaining about Marissa Torme, but... No, no, not at all. Oh, we'll talk about that Tony soon. Tony wasn't complaining either. Okay, so um, real quick... Uh, Spider-Man's first appearance was in Amazing Fantasy number 15 mm-hmm. in 1962. Yeah. 
Um, his origin is in I uh, oh in that same issue actually. Cool. So yeah, the the original origin. Yeah, because he's been retconned. Of course he has. They so all that's have. His, there's his original origin. If you're around in comics long enough, you're gonna get retconned into something. So. Uh, yeah, and his involvement canonically, we already talked about a little bit. Let me make right. sure I'm not missing some information. I thought it was interesting that they bring him in as this baby teenager. Oh, he was such a baby! I mean, like, just a small child. Yeah, because by the time Civil War comes around, he's married. And yeah. he goes to Mary Jane and Aunt May and asks them their opinion on whether or not he should reveal himself. Oh. Because it's a big deal. Because Peter Parker reveals. Yeah. His identity. Oh. oh, and his his boss over at the newspaper. J. Jonah Jameson. That guy Jameson. who's, yo, oh my God, he about had a coronary. I bet he did. Oh, my God. He was ready to spit bullets and accused everybody that already knew. It was great. I love J. Jonah you got to read those. But, yeah, he went to them to ask them because once he revealed himself, they became open. Yeah. Which was one of the arguments against yeah, uh, you the registration. Family. Absolutely, because all the villains would know exactly who they were. Exactly. Uh, Which I'm going to bring in a little bit from um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Sure. Because they were talking about it on S.H.I.E.L.D. And one of the Inhumans who is, you know, Inhumans are a real thing in Marvel. But they're also kind of the proxy for they can't have mutants in the MCU. In a sense, yeah. So one of them was saying, listen, I don't want to be on a list because then I'm going to I'm going to be a target. Yo-Yo Rodriguez, also known as Elena. Yeah, and so... General Talbot in S.H.I.E.L.D. says, oh, well, the list will be kept secret. So that was something that I did not get yeah. out of the, I did not get from the movie. No, you really didn't. So I thought that was just an interesting little tidbit. Um, so another new character that was introduced um, was, I don't want to go Black Panther yet. Okay. Uh, let's go with. Let's go ahead and talk about... No, we'll talk about Everett Ross because he's actually connected to Black Panther. <sighs> Martin Freeman. Uh, let's talk about Helmet Zemo. Okay, yeah, uh, Zemo. Baron Zemo. It Bar is Baron? Bar he was Baron. He was the 13th Baron. Okay. Uh, that would be Helmet. So he H -E -L -M -E -T, was the son Helmet. or the father? He was the son okay. of Baron Heinrich Zemo, who okay. was the 12th. Okay. Um... So, and this is canonically a cap villain, correct? Yes, he is. Okay, he and it was Helmet was who uh, in the comic book series when Bucky quote unquote died mm -hmm. uh, back the in the day back in the day when there was the the bomb on the plane that he was trying to defuse and blew up and right. killed him quote unquote uh, that was Helmet. Okay, so that was an interesting tie-in. Yeah, that they brought a specifically a Bucky. Uh, dude. Yeah. In. Now, in the uh, Civil War storyline, mm -hmm. uh, there were villains that were being recruited to the cause to hunt down um, those against the registration. Really? And guess who was one of them? Zemo. Zemo. Oh. Just wanted to put that out there. That doesn't make the Registration Act sound evil or anything. No, 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 no. So, so there's that. Okay. Um, so I thought it was very... So I wonder if we're going to get any more of him. Well, he didn't die. He's No, he didn't He's die. He's locked up. Um, uh, and honestly, he got what he wanted. He did. It was to tear the Avengers apart. Uh, now, uh, I do want to point out that the other Winter Soldier characters mm -hmm. that they talk about, 
I'm pretty sure that they are comic related. Okay. And I know I've seen them somewhere. Yeah, you said you saw uh, a, a po- or um, an article about it and then you couldn't find it again well, to source I fa- it. I thought I saw a comic. I thought I read a comic specifically okay. about it. I want to say it's the 2006 Winter Soldier standalone comic um, that's out there. But I could not track down what I was looking for. Yeah. And my unlimited expired uh, the subscription expired and i was not gonna re-up it just to find one comic yeah i mean it's 10 bucks yeah i just was not prepared for that so but i'm pretty sure that that it that those are that that's another storyline yeah but they ended really quickly so uh so i enjoyed that they that that was and they they modernized they they updated his backstory to be he was from sokovia and mm-hmm. his family was killed in the battle she was sokovia. not he was not he's that's he's all tied up with red skull and hydra yeah. and yeah, yeah he's yeah he's he's his father which he talks about you know his father had his arms around his wife and so, mm-hmm. yeah no yeah that's all bullshit he was all nazi um but he had this like there's a, this something about adhesive x and he had this cloth that was glued to his face with this what? i mean yeah no no oh that's crazy comic well there's bullshit. his dad oh my gosh oh yeah some crazy comic bullshit but you know he was he's canonical yeah um, they changed him up a bit yeah which i, I like, like the that. actor that played him uh, i thought he did a good job daniel Brule. he let me find him Where are you, dude? Yeah, Daniel Brühl. Brühl said the version appearing in the film is loosely connected to the character from the comics. Okay. Which is fine. Uh, Some of the characters and things they're dealing with always reference to current events, so my character's from a different area than you would think. Sokovia. Uh, Joe Russo added that the character in the film would be a fresh and exciting take on the character not tied to mythology from the comic books, which he is not. Uh, Feige described the character as very much a product of the cinematic universe and all that has occurred within the universe up to this point. Uh, and Brule, who was cast due to his German accent, which we will have to rely on Franzi to let us know, and I think she did. Oh, okay. In the feedback. Um, did not feel the role was stereo- was a stereotype saying, it's not a guy who's mean and sinister. He's actually very clever. A, fer- a very smart guy who does everything out of a very understandable reason and motivation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brill also stated that Zemo may also appear in future MCU films. I just Boom, assume they're all signed is. on for like 50 movies when yes. they come in. Um, while Zemo has a purpose in this film, it is more to set up a future film. Mm. Interesting. All right, so let's talk about T'Challa. Okay. Um, My new son. Yes, all of our new son. I fucking loved Black Panther oh, in this movie. Oh my God. The second he realized he was wrong... Boom. Corrected. He corrected course. He was immediately. just so great. And, and like, because I know fuck all about Black Panther because I'm not a comic reader. He's not one that I'm familiar with because he hasn't gotten a lot of representation in media. Um, so this was all new to me and I loved him. He was Chadwick did a wonderful. great job with him. Oh my gosh. All right. So let's talk movie. Okay. Uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Um, he's a prince of this uh, African nation of Wakanda. Right. Which was briefly introduced in um, Age of Ultron. That's the source of all vibranium. Well, actually, it was introduced back when uh, we built the um, shield. 
Did they actually say Wakanda? I'm pretty sure they did. Okay. In this okay. little place called Wakanda, because that's where... It's from. It's not Adiantium. Vibranium. Vibranium. And we actually that's went where Vibranium there for a is, hot second uh, in that's where Vibranium. Ultron. Yes, we did. Um, but that's where... But that, I'm pretty sure they mentioned it in uh, okay. First Avenger. Okay. Um, but it was like the last that uh, Howard could get a hold of when he made the yeah. shield or whatever. So, um, which per the movie Wakanda has been very uh, isolationist, mm-hmm. and they are very technologically advanced, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I thought was nice to see in an African nation that we're not characterizing as you know some kind of primitive type culture. You know, I thought that was nice. Uh, Feige has was quoted as saying, "The reason we introduced him in Civil War is because we needed a third party. We needed fresh eyes who wasn't embedded with the Avengers and who was a very different point of view than either Tony or Steve." Yep. We said we need somebody like ba- Black Panther. Why don't we use Black Panther? Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was great. Uh, and T'Challa would be in the beginning phases of taking on the Black Panther. Pan- Panther. Wow, I just stumbled over a word I've been saying my whole <laughs> life. Um. And he, it was much more than a cameo. Yeah. So I thought that was really Oh, it was great. way more. And I was expecting just a little cameo. Mm-hmm. And it was way more than that. And I thought that was awesome. There's always a bit of concealing. Bozeman has said, you never quite know where he stands. There's always a bit of concealing in mystery. He added that T'Challa is torn between needing to live up to traditions, his father and nation of Wakanda's legacy, and the way things were done in the past and how things need to happen in the present. Yeah. The Zosha language served as a basis of the Wakandan language. Yeah. With Bozeman being taught the language by... The actor that played his father. John Connie. Yeah, because he it's an he actual language. T'Challa's father, T'Chaka. and I thought that was so cool. Bozeman has a five-picture deal. Thank fucking god! So his movie is supposed to be set for 2018. Okay, it got pushed back when they decided to add Homecoming, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, so I'm very excited about that. I cannot wait. Two more years seems a really long time, but whatever. It's going to be awesome. I'm really excited for it. Okay, so uh, comic book. Okay. Uh, uh, comic universe. Um, Black Panther's first appearance is in Fantastic Four, Volume 1, number 52, uh, in 1966. Um, and where his Civil War issues are Black Panther, Volume 4, 18 through 15. Okay. Um, he's not entirely... He's very on the outskirts okay. of the Civil War. Um, more so... Because, again, in the comics, it's, it's the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. And part of it it's is... It's not a global... Right. And part of it is them visiting and, like, oh, well, well you didn't account for foreign people with powers. Yeah. And so, in, uh, in, the, in the Black Panther comics, um, well, Black Panther's getting married. And he has invited both Tony and uh, Steve to who, the wedding. Who, who was he getting married who's, to? Who, who was he marrying? Yeah. Uh, would that be uh, Aur- Aurora? <gasps> you mean Storm? Storm? Oh, my God. So we'll never see that in the movies. No. God damn it. Damn it. So, yeah. He marries Storm. And it's, it's, it's a one. You just read it. It's a it's a great set of comics, and he takes yeah when their wedding is just it's her dress is gorgeous oh my god she's just gorgeous, um, so yeah uh, let's see 
one of the couples, and this is when they get married, one of the couple's first task is to, dip, uh, to embark on a diplomatic tour in which they visit the Inhumans, Dr. Doom, the President of the United States, and Namor. Uh, he's the aquatic dude. Yeah. Uh, with only that last ending well. <laughs> After the death of Bill Foster, the Black Panther and Storm side with Captain America's anti-registration forces. Uh, during the end battle between both sides, the Wakandian embassy in Manhattan is heavily damaged, uh, though no Wakandians are hurt. Okay. Uh, after the confrontation, the Panther and Storm briefly fill in for vacationing Fantastic Four members Reed and Sue Richards before returning to Wakanda. So that's his extent of his involvement. Okay, in, in the comics. So there's that. But let's... Uh, talk about if you're going to talk about panther you got to talk about everett k ross because that's where he is okay okay and, and that's who we originally everybody was speculating when martin was cast that that was that's the who they speculated he was okay which is awesome Go so fandom. uh he i know i'm telling when you get the sherlock's the sherlock that's fandom true. involved that's true they're gonna figure the fuck out yep okay uh, oh, wait, I, uh, oh, Helmet Zemo's first appearance was in Captain America 168 in 1973. I forgot okay. that. Red Hulk's first appearance, that would be Ross. Right. Thaddeus Ross was Hulk number 23, 2010. All of these comics are listed in the, the show notes. notes, should you want to go and look them up. Yeah. Uh, Everett Ross debuted in Kazar volume four, number 17. Okay. That was in 1998. Okay, so he's relatively he's recent. He's relatively recent. Compared to some of the other ones that have been around since the 60s. Uh, yes. Uh, he went on to be a major character in Black Panther Volume 3. Uh, Ross subsequently appeared in issue, uh, all these issues and blah, 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 and whatever this. So he had a guest role in the Uncanny X-Men, blah, blah, blah. Um, Ross's personality was based on that of Chandler Bing. <laughs> while the name was inspired by family ties character alex p keaton oh my god that's hilarious. because he is everett k ross oh my god not just everett ross he is everett k yeah ross uh da, da, da. let's see after introducing ross and kazar priest chose priest being the his creator uh christopher priest mm -hmm. chose to bring the character back in black panther for use as an audience surrogate who saw Panther the way Panther had ultimately come to be seen by Marvel. Just some guy. Um, com okay, Pr Priest further elaborated, comics are traditionally created by white males for white, for white whales. Mm -hmm. I figured and believe rightly that for Black Panther to succeed, it needed a white male at the center, and that white male had to give voice to the audience's misgivings or apprehensions of it, or assumptions about this character and this book. Ross needed to be an un-PC to the point of being borderline racist. Oh, that was on purpose then. And clarified, I don't think Ross was racist at all. I think that his stream of conscious narrative is a window into things I imagine many whites say or at least think when no blacks are around. Wow. This about black culture and behavior. I was also introducing a paradigm shift to the way Panther was to be portrayed. Somebody had to give voice to the exception of a dull and colorless character who always got his butt kicked or who was overshadowed by Thor and Iron Man suddenly knocking out Mephisto with one punch. Okay. So there's his creation. Um, wow. He is a U.S. State Department employee. Yes. Whose job is to escort foreign diplomats while in, on American soil. And in this movie, he worked for the CIA. Because okay. Sharon works for the CIA. Right, 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 right. Uh, his world changed forever when he was assigned to T'Challa, the Black Panther and ruler of Wakanda. Yeah. Uh, Everett and T'Challa face multiple threats. I'm basically reading straight off of Wikipedia, by the way. Yeah. You haven't figured that out. 
uh, Ross assists him in many of his threats and in gratitude, um, the Panther often risks much for Ross in return. Okay. So I think we're going to see Martin Freeman in the Black Panther movie. Oh, I think we are too. I think if we, we don't, I will feel gypped. Yeah, I think we are too. So, although can I say I was very, it was very disconcerting to hear Martin Freeman do that voice. Oh my God, his American accent. Okay, Hugh Laurie. Yeah, can do an American accent and get away with it. Yeah, and it's not that Martin Freeman's accent was wrong or bad. It was just so weird. It was so weird. Yeah, I'm like I'm sitting there going, Ugh. Doctor Strange is gonna fuck me up because i know it's like two hours of benedict with an american accent i know it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be weird it's gonna be so so crazy i don't know how i'm gonna feel about that uh wait ross is a member of the joint counterterrorism center oh that's in what, the movie yeah yeah that's what they called it okay but yeah cia that makes sense yeah okay so that's our new characters and okay you can find them canonically um, were you upset with anybody's inclusion or exclusion? Because we did not get Hulk, we did not get Thor. Okay, we did let's get no, Ant Man. Okay, let's no, let's let's talk about let's talk about Thor and 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 Hulk. Okay, let's get okay. that out of the way. Um, why were they not there? Okay, in the movie, did they explain? Well, Bruce was off being a piss baby after he Ultron. was being he was being emo. Yeah, he was being emo somewhere. Um, which they didn't really explain, but it didn't. It didn't con- conflict with where we left him in Age of Ultron, which was... So, as far as the MCU is concerned... Fuck this shit, I'm out. We're good. Yeah. Okay, Thor. Question mark, question mark. Where the fuck is Thor? And, okay, see, my problem with Thor is... Okay. Just the one? <laughs> At the end of Dark World, he left... Which I saw once, so... Yeah. Well, we're going to cast it soon, so I you're know, have to I have watch, to watch it, again. it again. I've got it recorded. Um... Uh, P.S. Loki's in it, and that's the best part. Um, so he leaves uh, Asgard. So is Chris Evans for a hot second. I know. Just want to say. Yeah. He had to wear the suit. Uh, so he leaves Asgard, and unbeknownst to him, Loki is in charge as parading as Odin, but that's fine. So he's not in Asgard in no. the MCU. So he's not in Asgard in the MCU. He w- continued to not be in Asgard when Ultron rolls around. So my my... My big problem with this is, okay, if he's not on Earth, which is fine, he's a god, whatever, mm-hmm. that means he's in Asgard. And I don't know. There's a lot of other planets out there. Yeah, but why there's would he be there? There's that dwarf planet. Because the whole thing, he was like... That made Mew Mew. Yeah. The whole thing was he was going to be with Jane. So if he is in Asgard, I'm like, are you not having a conflict with Loki? Because let's face it, you're going to figure out it's not your dad. But then that gets into Thor Ragnarok territory, and so I'm just really confused as okay. to where the fuck Thor is. Okay, so even if Thor was there, uh-huh. could they have made him register? Fuck no. He's not even... Thor ain't gonna do anything Thor citizen, don't want to do. He's not a citizen of Earth, much less a citizen of the United States. Yeah. So, good luck, you know. Yeah, good luck with that. Good luck with that. So, alright, let's... You're right. You're right. We don't know. And, and it makes no sense. And it's very unsettling. Uh, well, Bruce, we know where he is. Thor's kind of up in the air. Yeah. But Thor being gone is just seems to be a, a catch-all. Yeah. Because he's from another planet. Yeah. Which is just weird, but whatever. Okay, so let's talk uh, the comic universe. Okay, okay. Um, the other MCU. Right. Uh, Thor is currently dealing with Ragnarok. Right. Which would mean that he's going through the apocalypse over and over and over again, because that's what Ragnarok is. Damn uh, it, Loki. Which that movie will be out when next fall? Yeah. 
Next November. Yeah, because it was supposed to be next July. <sighs> yep. And it got pushed out to November 2017. Spider-Man. Well, it just went from your birthday to mine. <sighs> I know. Damn you, Spider-Man. <clears throat> so he's currently dealing with Ragnarok. Right. Um, however, the Thor clone. Yeah. Thor clone. You heard me right. Okay. The Thor clone. Right. Uh, is on Iron Man's side. Is this a life model decoy business? Nope. It's just a straight nope, clone. Nope, he's just a clone. Awesome. Not real Does sure what that's about. Does it it's a clone? Uh, I think so. Okay. Um, but he's the one <laughs> that's who... not who, weird at all. ...who during a clash between the two sides, he uh, kills Goliath. Which brings us to the uh, scene where they almost kill... I thought Rhodey was dead. I did too. I was scared Rhodey was, was dead. very until scared. Friday gave him a heartbeat. And I was like, yeah. don't you fucking kill Rhodey. Yeah. Don't you fucking kill Rhodey. Don't Rody. do it. They didn't. Thank God. That scene broke my heart. At mine too. Like Tony needed any more reason to be I know. fucking unstable. I know. <sighs> so, yeah, that, oh my God, that was rough. And Sam, Sam was worried. Yeah. Sam didn't want, no. Well, and, and that's the thing, like, Sam didn't even take Rhodey down. No, it, it was Vision. Was Vision missing Sam. But then Tony takes it out on... And Whoa. Tony does the repulsor. Yeah. Tony, Tony gets out of hand, though. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, canonically, let's mm-hmm. let Hulk. So, there's a storyline where the Illuminati... <coughs> the Illuminati, yes, you heard me right. That, the that Illuminati. Illuminati. Um, and while I talk about it, I'm going to see if I can't figure out who, who's involved in the Illuminati. Um, because Tony's one of them, by the way. Of fucking course he is. They, He's a rich white dude. They tricked... Uh, well, Black Bolt's one of them. They tricked Hulk into a satellite. Oh, you told me this yesterday. And sent him into orbit. <laughs> you know, like you do. Like you do. Oh, I don't know what I've done with that. Uh, but it's like blue, black, black bolt, blue bolt, black bolt, no more... And Tony and a couple of other around-the-world mm-hmm. super people are the, the Illuminati. And uh, they decided that it was best because he couldn't control. And he'd, like, mm-hmm. recently just killed, like, 26 people or something. Front row. Yeah. So he's he's in orbit. That's yeah. where the Hulk is. You know. As you do. Just whatever. As you do. So, um, so yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, how did you feel about the characterization of Spider-Man? Because you are not historically a spider-man fan no but i think he was well portrayed okay i thought he was precious he was he is a precious precious cinnamon roll he is and that's because he is yeah his quips like that if even if you it's so peter parker even if all you read are the civil war tie-in issues yeah he's just like that yeah he's like oh shiny yeah it felt very in character yes i think it was a very good characterization i well, I have not seen the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Because I am, again, I don't care for Spider-Man. He's boring to me. Yeah. Uh, he's too childish. Yeah. Um, I am not a 12-year-old boy. Well, you're well, I'm not watch a, Homecoming, so I am a 12-year-old it. boy. I am not an 8-year-old boy. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. There's a difference. We make dick jokes and fart jokes instead we, of just... You know, just... We, we haven't made a single dick joke all day. Man, you think we could get it up. Michael would be disappointed that we did not get it up. We did not You're, get it yeah, up. Yeah, um, you get credit for that one. Woo-woo. So, man, we've disappointed. Yeah. Viagra. Yeah, we need some. We need some. The little blue pill. <laughs> okay, so, um, all right, what else? Uh, how did you feel about Scott Lang being included? 
Okay, that was hilarious. I know. I was really... He was just happy to be there. He was just happy. And, and that's the thing, like, when we first cast Ant-Man, oh I was God. like, I don't know how this is going to, tone-wise, how this fits in with the MCU, because it felt very much like a phase one tone, uh-huh. where it's kind of more lighthearted. Uh-huh. 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 But he kept that characterization. But... They all, they said, when they did Ant-Man, they said, this is very, we have to do the Ant-Man story because we have to have him in Civil War. He's very necessary to Civil War. Here's my problem with it. Hank Pym yeah. was on Tony's side. Oh. He helped uh, Tony and Dr. Reed? Fantastic Four, dude. Yeah. Reed Dr. Richards. Reed build um, Project 42. Why is it called 42? Because it was the 42nd attempt. There. Um, as opposed to that little thing in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, the raft. Um, they put their prisoners in um, anybody that they... It's like a pocket universe, wasn't it? It was the negative negative zone. Yeah. They put them in the negative zone. Yeah. Which, that is why Spader... Uh, Sp- Spader? Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. That's a mix between James Spader, apparently, and Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man went, uh, swapped sides. Spider-Man swapped sides in the middle of Civil War. He found out that they were doing that. He figured and he, was he found not out what cool they're doing. He was it. like, "This is not cool." Yeah, and he swapped over to the Captain America side, and he went underground. Uh, but lo and behold, this new fancy suit that Tony built him. Yeah, yeah, he found him. Of course, he does a tracking device. Hello, like, durr. Because Tony was trying to analyze his every move. The scene where in the movie where Tony's like, well, so does anybody else have any fancy move that we don't know about? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Just going to put that out there. Yeah. So, yes, I, I do believe that the, while I while he was too young. Yeah. Uh, for this arc. Because they've made several other characters older. Yeah. And more progressed into their story. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man's like, I don't want to not retarded as in, but his storyline has been retarded. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, the timeline. The timeline mean. is further yeah. back where yeah. everybody else, say everybody else is here. Yeah. He's back here. He has been retarded. Yeah. The actual sense of Does the word. Make, like yes. the true, the, the true, true sense of the word. Yeah. yeah. Not, yeah. not the derogatory term. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Pushback. So that bothered me a bit, mm-hmm. but they got to go somewhere with his story. Yeah. I guess. So, plus, he was an afterthought. Yeah, because they just made they that deal. They just acquired but they him. Need, they had to have him for Civil War. He's very central to the story. Yeah. But they, because that's why I thought, but then they didn't use him the they way I thought they would. They didn't use him that way, yeah. No. Yeah. No. I think they just really wanted Spider-Man back. Yeah, there's that. But I thought Scott Lang, I was, I was very pleased to see that he did not, um, like, he stayed with his, t- his, his tone, was true to the ant-man movie it wasn't all of a sudden scott lang's all broody and whatever you know yeah but the fact that hank pym was actually on the registration side yeah uh and then scott lang it was confusing to me i was like what yeah no uh, it makes me want to go back and rewatch the ant-man movie yeah and see how that pym and and re-react to yeah well just re-react to the movie itself yeah um, um, but I thought it was cool that they brought in Giant Man. Uh, there was question about whether or not that, if they could. Yeah. Um, because, you know, there is an upcoming Ant-Man and the Wasp movie. Yeah. Um, which that whole irritates me because Wasp was an original Avenger and named the fucking Avengers and yeah. feminism yeah. Yeah. and, oh my God, women representation. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah, not yeah. even sarcastic, but whatever. 
We'll cast about that. Don't worry. I know. So, um, but I they for, didn't call for, him totally Giant Man. Going no, but they they did. Uh, the, the the writers of uh, Civil this, the movie Civil War uh, had to make sure that that it was okay that to it wasn't that? some pivotal point. Okay, and it, in, in the upcoming in the and the, no, it's cool. Okay. It's cool. You're good. Okay, you're good. It's cool. Okay. So that was fun. Cool. The truck was cool. I thought it was a water truck. I thought it was a water truck. And I just love that he's just like so happy to be there. He's like, he doesn't even know Hawkeye's name. He calls him Arrow Guy. He's just like, whatever. What was was it Sam calls him? Tic Tac. Uh, Tic Tac, yeah. (laughs) It made me think of Mac. I know. From Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. giving everybody nicknames. Giving everybody nicknames. Hey, Tic Tac. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Hawkeye. (gasps) Yes. I love me some Hawkeye. by this point in the comics is Ronan. He is no longer Hawkeye. He is he has evolved into Ronan at this point. I know whatever. Mm. Uh, yeah. So um, I think this was as much. You know, the, the Russos can't give a complete fuck you to Age of Ultron, but they pretty much ignored. They pretty much did. They ignored the, the fake children. <laughs> they made like one reference to the kids. Um, what are you doing here? Disappointing my children. Okay. I have to admit, the, when we first saw this movie, and he you said that... Took that line completely differently. I literally thought he was talking about Wanda. Scarlet Witch, uh, Wanda, and Pietro. Yeah. Disappointed my kids. For just a second, I, I had blocked <laughs> out the farm that much. <laughs> that it, when he said... It wasn't until he said uh, we were supposed to go water skiing. It, yeah. That's how long it took for me to realize, oh. Oh, he actually means those children that are not his, that are life model decoys. So, yeah. But I I was, you know, I was very worried going into this because I'm a huge Clintasha shipper. Yes. And I was like. Like the biggest. When I was like, yeah, Black Widow. Yeah, Hawkeye. And you were like, um, honey, you know they're on different sides. And I was like, no. I was so upset. And even when they're fighting, are we still friends? It depends on how hard you hit. And then, you know, he gets accused of pulling his punches. He was. And I'm just like, okay, I'm okay with that. I, I'm okay with how this how this happened with them. So uh, I, I was yeah. I was very pleased with that. Uh, but he con- got great character development in this, in this movie. I think he got more character development in this than he got ever. Um, Jeremy Renner. R- Renner? Renner? That one? Rimming? No, uh, that's not that's a dick a joke. Fic. It's not a dick joke, is it? No, that's the, <sighs> it's no, the opposite of a dick it's joke. The opposite of a dick joke. Um, <laughs> sort of. Anyway, <laughs> Jeremy Renner has been quoted as saying that he's fine with he doesn't need his own movie. Oh, really? Yeah, he's fine with um with where he's at. He's cool with being a supporting character. He's got other stuff though. I would like him to be a supporting character in the Black Widow movie. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Be yeah. her sidekick because yeah. she's been Cap's sidekick for two movies now. Uh, well, yeah. I wouldn't call her sidekick though. No, I mean, no, but no, it wasn't her Don't, story no. though. Yeah, it's true. Um, I would love like the Red Room. Call it Red Room. Oh, I would too. Black Widow, Red Room, prequel, man. Uh, so, but uh, Natasha was canonically uh pro. Pro registration. She was pro registration. Well, also, though, like, she's not powered. Tony is not powered. Mm. Tony is not enhanced. Are you sure Natasha's not powered? <sighs> Maybe in some Are you sure? subtle ways. Are you sure? Like, they may have, they you know may have she's super a, You know soldier. she's the same age as Steve, right? Yeah, that's true. They super soldiered her, didn't they? Yeah, a little bit. 
experimented yeah a little bit she's 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 not a spring chicken but i think that's but they haven't talked about that in the mcu no they haven't so. because they said in uh winter soldier that she was born in like 1984 or something like that or 85 yeah uh but i think it's interesting or is that or is that one of her identities i don't know but i think it's interesting that um Tony, that was before she dumped everything on the web isn't yes, it yes it was um but i think it's interesting that tony is not powered he can, I mean, I know he doesn't want to give up the suits at any time, but he theoretically can give up the suits and be like, okay, I'm not, I'm not party to this anymore. He, Whereas well, the, that's called retiring because um, Hawkeye technically retired. But even Hawkeye had that, he had that luxury. Whereas you've got Hulk, he can't retire from his powers. Nope. Um, so I think, I think Steve can't retire from being mm. a super soldier. He's still got that within him, the suit, the but strength he, and the... But he could retire from acting. That's true. Where Bruce couldn't. Yeah. Because Bruce is more reactionary. Yes. But I, I just thought that was his lot less an interesting parallel. Yeah. That is interesting. Okay. So I have questions for you. Okay. Ask me questions. About Bucky's arm. Because... I don't know. I have conflicting... Based on what I'm seeing in the movie, I have conflicting information. Because okay. T'Challa has that ring. Yep. And it almost looks like he's able to control Bucky's arm for a minute. He like, well, maybe not control it, but he affects it. Okay. And so that led me to think, okay, is his arm made out of vibranium? Because maybe that ring helps him control vibranium because, you know, that's, he's from Wakanda and Wakanda is where it's from. But then Bucky's arm got blown off pretty easily from a direct hit later in the movie so i think his next arm is going to be vibranium but i don't know what the first one was made of canonically i don't have an answer for you okay and i don't think the i don't think hydra that did the winter soldier thing in the 40s necessarily had access to vibranium at that point to chuck it on his arm mhm mhm i have so, one more place to look but i did notice that the, the ring t'challa has um, had some kind of effect on it. And if anybody knows any more of that, please email us because I know we're recording the podcast now, but I would still personally like to know. I'm curious. Yeah, I, I can neither confirm nor deny that his arm is actually made out of vibranium. I do want to find T'Challa. I want to see if I can find anything on his ring real quick. Okay. I, I forgot about that, so I didn't... Yes, you would not believe the stacks and stacks oh my of paper God. I have. Uh, okay, his uh, uniform is a vibranium weave. Yep. So we have that much. That's why it was bulletproof. It, the claws are Rendering vibranium. Rendering him bulletproof. Um, his costumes, costume, they're calling it a costume. Uh, gloves can generate energy daggers and house anti-metal anti -metal claws that dissolve other metals on contact. Okay. Uh, his chemo card enables global communications, picks up satellite signals, and can block most radio transmissions. Okay. His boot soles are thick vibranium alloy pads, which can vibrate at various frequencies. Nothing about a ring. Uh, I have a Reddit feed. Um, and let's see. People are asking, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, his outfit has cloaking technology. That's pretty cool. Um, Allowing it to pass as normal street clothes. <gasps> Shut up. Yeah. That's awesome. That's just 
Okay, well, while you're looking, uh, let's talk. I want to. I want to mention real quick that in the scene where uh, he goes downstairs and he's met by Natasha at the car. Yeah. And there's the uh, African American woman that asks her to move, and he does this. Or whole, she will be moved. Uh, and and he does the whole. As interesting as it would be, it's not meant to be sexual. No, no, no. And if you took it that way, you are a pervert. It's meant to be, and a- that's okay. Two very skilled people who would have a badass fight. Because she is one of his bodyguards. Yes. That he, is who she is. He, uh, I, I've seen stuff about this on Tumblr because people are really excited. Um, historically, he has this group of bodyguards. And they're each chosen from a different clan in Wakanda. Yep. To represent the whole country. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Um, and they're all these, these badass women. And so I'm really excited to see more of them yeah, in, in that, the movie. That eyebrow was not, ooh. ooh, that would be hot and sexy. No, it was, that would be a damn good fight. Yeah. And it would be. It would. So, uh, and and speaking of little uh, gems, that little Easter eggs yeah. like that that they put yeah. in there. Um, another one is uh, when Natasha is fighting with Bucky. Mm-hmm. And he's got her in that chokehold, and she says, "At least recognize me." Yes, yes. I'm glad you remembered that. Um, that yeah. was very telling. Oh yeah, they they Bucky and Natasha were an item. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, they because were. She's, because she's that old, and she was in the red room when he he trained her, didn't he? A one, bit. One of them. They trained together. Yeah. Or, yeah. There was there was some of that going on, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, that's a good nod. Yeah. I like that. I was like, oh, that's interesting. So that makes me think that the whole, you know, her age and whatever, you know, just kind of. Hmm. Maybe it's going to come out that. Mm. I don't know. I need me more Red Room um, info. Basically, the consensus on Reddit is that people don't know. Oh, okay. They're making a bunch so of wild accusations, but you, no sources. You can't. They're immortal. Yeah. Yeah. But it's got to come back. It's got to. It had to mean something. It was too. It was too prominent because I have a, a GIF of it playing right now, um, even though it's a, a bootleg copy, and I'm not watching it. Um, but yeah, somebody's. It's a poor GIF, but yeah, it affected okay. his. It affected his arm. Yeah, yeah. Because it was when he was fighting without his suit at the uh, at the task force facility in Berlin. Yeah. 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 Poor, yeah. poor Bucky. It's unknown. It's he, unknown. Bucky just wanted some plums. But, but the, I know, his poor plums. He just wanted some plums. Although, uh, when we went and watched it the second time, my child's sitting next to me, and when they're at Bucky's <coughs> apartment, mm-hmm. uh, she's like, oh, he set them down right there. Oh, he did set there's them down. A, there's a very big concern across the internet About that, the plums. that Bucky bought those plums. And Put them in his backpack, and then... Well, he never got to eat his plums. Yeah. Well, not even that he put them in his backpack. They were in his hand. Yeah. And then, like, two scenes later, they were just gone. And there's much concern as to whether or not Bucky got to eat his plums. Yeah. And where they were. So, she's like, when he goes to the apartment and he's talking to Steve, that there was a scene where you hear him put something down or something. Yeah. And it's, there's, that's the plums. Yeah. So, it's okay. The plums made it. Yeah. So. Oh, Bucky. I know. Bucky. Well, and he's like, I, I'm not, what was it? He busts through the floor and he grabs his bag and he says, I'm not going to kill anyone. Damn, he just about did. And then he gets the Steve's cinder, like, really? The cinder block Dude. like two seconds later in the guy's a face. face. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're not trying to kill somebody. 
Steve's like, dude, <laughs> dude. <laughs> what do you call that? What the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that so was an awesome fight scene. The choreo- all, choreography. All the fight scenes were amazeballs. So, The tarmac so fight fun. was awesome. All of it. You mean the Tesco parking lot? The Tesco parking lot. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. It was, it was so much fun. Every one of them. All of them. Yeah. And I... Is it? I'm and I've asked this before, and I'm going to ask it again. Is it bad that I can tell the difference between Moneymaker, Moneymaker, and Scarlet? Yeah, her stunt double, her stunt double. You can just I her body shape is just slightly different. My eyes aren't that fast. I'm just like ooh, pretty. Well, her 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 move. Well, you, her moves are slight. Just I could probably tell if different. you paused it, and I could go, oh, that's Moneymaker. Yeah, but Money Moneymaker's a little more curvy. She's got more muscle on her. She, yeah, she's more muscly. Because she's... Uh, yeah, she's a professional stunt double. Yeah. That's what she does. Yeah. But Scar- Scarlet's doing... Mm-hmm. She does some good ones. Well, and John... She Fav- trains. John, she trains. John Favreau made a point of saying in Iron Man 2, she worked harder than anybody else. Oh, yeah. She To trains. get the moves right. But the two of them work very closely together yes. to have those moves be so seamless. Yeah. Oh, and, and and sometimes like her hair, you can tell when it moves. Yeah, that then it's, it's a not, wig. Yeah, that's that it's not Scarlet. Yeah, that it's not uh, her hair. Well, it's of course Scarlet's hair's a wig too, I guess. No, not necessarily. Last time I saw her, her hair was cut. I don't, I don't know. She could have cut it just, after. Yeah, but that's the thing. But there's just some. There are times where I'm just going, yeah. Well, anytime you can't see her face, yeah, you know that's money. But it's yeah. so seamless. Yeah, they do a really good it's job. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. I adore it. So, do you have anything else before we get into the mountain of feedback that we have? Um, I want to point out, I've got, like I said, I've got the list of confirmed bef- with, uh, for and against. Okay. And I'm not going to go through the whole list, but I do want to point out some interesting. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Like, like oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's interesting. Um, so, of course, we have, uh, so this is for okay. registration. Uh, comic. Uh, Natasha. Iron Man, Mr. Fantastic, Miss Marvel. Oh. Uh, the Carol Danvers. Before she was Captain Marvel. Yep. Uh, She-Hulk. Okay. Wasp. Bishop. Mm, Thor Girl. Whatever. Whatever. Whoever that is. Uh, Maria Hill. Dum Dum Dugan. <gasps> really? Yeah. Dum Dum Dugan. Uh, Agent 13. Gabe Jones. Oh, really? Uh, Deadpool. Really? He was an enforcer. Okay. But he just does what he's paid. He's a mercenary anyway. Yeah, that's true. Mark with a mouth. Uh, Blade. Okay. Uh, detained and recruited heroes. Uh, nobody of any interest. Uh, major <laughs> civilian supporters. Okay. Uh, would be Happy Hogan. Oh. Yeah, because he was going to go with Tony. And J. Jonah Jameson. Dum Dum Dugan is listed as a S.H.I.E.L.D. As part of S.H.I.E.L.D. forces. Okay. As opposed to a major civilian. Yeah. Uh, who else? Dr. Octopus. <sighs> Iron Maiden. Jack-O-Lantern. <sighs> Those are some of the villains that were recruited to hunt down yeah. Venom. Whiplash. See, if you're working with Venom and them, like, you need to question your life choices. I think Venom crossed sides at some point. I you can't need to question your life choices. Lip- Whiplash is a bad guy. But they recruited Doc villains is. in order, kind of like Suicide Squad. They recruited yeah. villains to go after some. But of these still, people. if you're using them as your enforcement, I, I know. question you. Okay, so opponents: uh, Cable. Okay. Deadpool, Cable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke Cage, Colossus, okay. Cyclops, 
Although they're technically supposed to be neutral. neutral. Uh, Black Panther, Storm, Spider Woman. Mm-hmm. She got detained. Daredevil. Mm. Uh, the Young Avengers. Okay. Including Wiccan and Stature, who later registered. Uh, Human Torch, who um, formerly, he used to hold up the act as a member of the Fantastic Four, but he's the one, because they can't use him in the movies, uh, he got beat up somewhere between really bad. the, it, yeah, he got beat up somewhere between the Explosion and the Registration Act okay. being signed. Well, it's it's good that he's on the anti-side because he's played by Chris Evans. I know, right? Not in the reboot, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, Susan Storm, Invisible Woman, um, is on the opposing side. Ghost, Ri- Ghost Rider. Really? Yeah. Mm. Uh, who else? Firestar Jessica Jones. Okay. Okay. I uh, was against. She relocated to Canada. I love her. Uh, Magneto. <laughs> Big surprise. Uh, Quicksilver. Rage. Mm, Wolverine. Goliath. Deceased. Jane Foster. Oh, okay. Jane Foster was against. Good for her. Nick Fury. Speedball, you wouldn't know who the... Howard the Duck is listed with an unrecognized existence. Nobody cares about Howard the Duck. Okay. It's an alphabetical order. What can I say? Registered opponents. Registered opponents. Invisible Woman. She did once uphold it. Spider-Man. Supervillain opponents would be Goldbug. Killed by Punisher. Plunderer, killed by Punisher, Kingpin, Ooh. and of course Nitro. Okay. Uh, Obviously. Major civilian opponents, uh, citizens of Harlem. Okay. The entire Harlem. Okay. Uh, Black Bolt. A uh, bunch of casualties, 600 residents of Samford, Connecticut. Goliath, Cobalt Man, nobody, no. Neutral parties, Doctor Strange. Okay. Thing. Okay. Uh, formally upheld the act as a member of the Fantastic Four, later relocated France. Oh. Uh, the X-Men publicly. Okay. And Thor is listed as a neutral party. I don't think they have any choice. Because he was off doing Ragnarok. Uh, yeah. So, those are just some interesting factoids, so. Okay. Uh, okay. All right, so we're going to get into our feedback. Woo-hoo. I'm so excited. This is our first MCU with feedback, so I this is too. really cool. Um, speaking of, yeah. Uh, before we get to that feedback, let's talk about feedback. Let's do. How do we get feedback? Uh, people can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. You know what else they can do? They can talk to us on Twitter at randomtcasts. Or on Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. Or even so on facebook.com slash randomtpodcasts. Yeah, they can. Mm. Or they can literally just leave a comment on one of our posts on randomtpodcast.com. They can and have. Yeah. And will again. Yes. I hope. Yeah, because uh, while you're at our website, check out our other podcasts. So many others. So many others. Because, I mean, if you love Marvel, then, dude, you need to be listening to our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. Uh, yes. There's also the Agent Carter, which, uh, unfortunately, there will be no season three. Yeah, it was canceled. Uh, but both seasons are out there, and we will leave them out there for as long as we are out there. Yeah. So and they were so fun. They really were. Yeah. They so really were. If you if you are in Peggy Carter denial after this movie, go go watch Agent hey, Carter. Listen to our here's podcast. You, here's you an excuse to do a rewatch. Yeah. Over the summer, even. There you go. Yeah. See. 
We yep. got you covered. Yep. Um, and you, you're listening to the MCU Movies uh, podcast. Yep. Uh, we are watching them pretty much for the most part in order. Except for um, these. Except for the ones as they're released. Yeah. Um, so that means next up we'll be doing Thor The Dark World. Yep. So if you want to get your feedback in, it's probably a couple more weeks before we hit that. Yeah. But it's um, coming. Because we've got season finales and, and whatnot coming up. Yeah. But yeah. We'll, we're, it's next. Yep. So So get some of that feedback in. Um, what else do we have out there? We have random movies out there, <gasps> um, which are just non-Marvel movies. Just anything that's not, yeah, yeah. Deadpool's out there. Deadpool's out there. That's where Deadpool lives. Um, and then also Gotham. Yeah, Gotham, which DC. Yeah, yeah. We got some DC love. Got a little bit of representation. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also, um, we are not going to cast uh, Sleepy Hollow Season 4 when it comes out, but you've got three seasons of Sleepy Hollow out there for your listening pleasure. Yes. So, uh, yeah. If you wanna, yeah. Um, and also on our podcast, or on our podcast, Jesus, on our website, uh, you can find links to um, many of the different places in which we can be found, which is iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Cast. Mm-hmm. We're now on Overwatch. Um, I'm working on getting us on Google Play. Um, I'm working on getting us on um, TuneIn. Um, so we're we're lots of places, and if if you're liking what you're hearing, we would love if you would leave us a rating or a review. Absolutely, that'd be please. awesome. Other, it'll help other people find us too. So. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Uh, yeah, that's it. Okay, I think we're good. Okay. Um, this is from my dear friend Naomi, who uh, she sent this to us like two months ago, and we have because I know we just released Iron Man three a couple weeks ago, but we recorded that like in January. Yeah. Um, and so we've been sitting on this. Bless your heart. Um, and Naomi is um, I Am John Locked for Life on uh, Tumblr. And she's the one that did our... Um, she did our logo. She did our logo. Yeah. yeah. Thank so, you. We love you. Yes. We love her. to Little tiny pieces. I want to hug you next year at 221 Beacon. And that's saying something. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so she starts out, Janya and Queenie, my sonorous Southern Bells. Mm. I have had you in my ear holes this past week, catching up on all the random tea that I'm able to understand, which sadly isn't very much since I don't watch Agent Carter, Gotham, or Sleepy Hollow. <gasps> and I have only seen a few MCU movies. Oh. Uh, I really enjoyed the Love Actually episode, though. And the, and the few MCU movies I have seen, like Avengers, Iron Man, The Hulk, and Captain America. And now I need to see Winter Soldier, especially before Civil War comes out. Hopefully, hopefully did. you did that. <laughs> um, I hope it's you... on encore. Yeah, it's on encore right okay. now. Um, as is Ant Man and um, Guardians. Ultron. Oh, Guardians is maybe on Stars. Yeah, encore Stars. They're the same well, thing. It in my is. Head. Um, and so she starts. She continues. I hope you do more random movies. Um, we will. And I'm really excited. What, um, what my question is: What random movie would she like us to podcast? She asked us to do the Breakfast Club. Remember? <gasps> oh, that's right. Yeah, we were totally doing that. Yeah, yeah. But I, the, I, I know we talked about doing like the brunch while we yeah talk but I, about but it. I, but I think eating while we're talking may not be. A, yeah. But uh, I think I had a better suggestion. Mimosas. Mimosas. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's happening. Yeah. Um, and she's. I'm really excited for you to do the Asylum Sherlock Holmes, aka Sherlock Holmes and Dinosaurs, which we, we did, did that. Um, and if I get around to seeing the Richie films, I know, I know, I'm awful. I'll definitely listen to that episode too. And um, then she goes on to say she wants to hug us at two two one Beacon, but that's already happened. And I'm sure we did. But yeah. I want to hug her again next year. So and then she, the year after that. Yes, all the hugs. 
Yay. So that is that is our dearest Naomi, and Yay. we love her little tiny thank pieces. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the logos. We love them. Yes. Um, okay, so this next one is from Franzi. Franzi, <laughs> Good who? God, this is, how many pages is this? She's, okay, she sent us three emails. They're all stapled together. Okay. She Are they chronological? Yes, they are chronological. Okay, because Johnny usually does the feedback. Yeah, and I, I printed them out. They're in chronological. Poor Franzi was like sitting on her hands, jumping up and down. Because Franzi got to see it like two or she three weeks before She went to the us. German premiere? Yeah. Bless yeah. her heart. She was so excited. But she was like... She was very good at not spoiling us. Well, she her headers were spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Yeah. Do not read me. And of course, I was texting Johnny going, you cannot you read dare. that email. Okay. Don't read that email. I was tempted. Yeah, you I were. I was. Yeah, you were. But I didn't. But I you s- didn't. swear to Chuck. <laughs> um, okay, so she does a bunch of spoiler alerts. Uh, okay. All right, I've done my best to warn you. If you're still (laughs) reading and haven't seen Civil War, it's your own fault. Yep. Um, That was really a warning for you, and I hope you Yes, it was. It was for me. Um, I feel like this will be a long email. Sorry for that in advance, but I have a lot to say about the movie. And I don't know how structured it will be. I wanted to write you right after I saw the movie, but it got too late, and I needed some sleep first. Oh, we appreciate the sleep. But I understand. But I wrote down some random notes before I went to bed, so hopefully I remember everything correctly. I absolutely loved it. I personally don't think the story was as strong as the story for Winter Soldier, but nevertheless, it was fuck. It was freaking awesome. Sorry, I'm adding the fuck. Um, I agree. Did I think- she say freaking or did yeah, she, she say- said freaking? Oh, okay. All she right. usually works up to the uh, up to the fuck. Okay. Okay. Um, and well, I maybe maybe she's like the movies and she's like limited to. Just, I'm, I'm just joking. The one. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I'm I'm being silly. Um, but no, I, I I totally agree with that sentiment. Um, when I saw the opening with Bucky, I was like, oh, Janya will love this. <laughs> oh, you know what? Okay, so uh, let's let's pause right here because we have not discussed the uh, uh, uh Bucky jumping on the motorcycle scene. Uh, after which I was immediately pregnant. I'm pretty sure I'm pregnant with twins now because we saw it twice in one week. We saw it twice, yes. Yeah. So it was, and it's the internet's the the tumblers are blowing up over yeah. just how freaking hot. Yeah, that is. Sebastian Stan in a motorcycle is. But then the way, like, just mount a motorcycle like that. Just pull it from just, thin air, just, spin it around. And just, just mount. Whew. Lol. <sighs> yes. Okay. All right. I just had to. Yes. So you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, so, Franzi goes on to, um, it was great how Steve and Natasha gave Wanda some lessons about espionage. I thought that was really cool, too. That was fun. Um, the fight that came right after was also great. Okay. So, like, Wanda saying, uh, you know I can control people. With you, my like, mind. With my mind. Like, I can yeah. move shit, right? Yeah. Okay. Just, and they're like, no, checking. fundamentals. Fundamentals. Well, which, they're both right. Yeah, that's true. Um, I was totally hooked from that and on. Wanda and Falcon as a team worked surprisingly well for me. I adored Falcon's new gadget called Red Wing, I think. And I think it is Red Wing. Yes, it is Red Wing. Um, so cute. It was also I was also super happy to see Natasha doing her Black Widow moves again. And when she didn't um want to thank Red Wing, I had to laugh. Um which was the only I don't the first see how that's a party. I know, which was only the first uh, of many times during the two hours of awesomeness. Random thought, um, which I feel the urge to mention, Natasha's hair game was strong. Boy, she had some serious hairspray, though. Yeah. I still argue that she'd have it in a ponytail. You know, that I do, too. But I will say that's the one thing I disagree with the Russos about. I like the way Joss Whedon does her hair more than Mm. the Russos. They tend to go longer and straighter. 
and um uh jed ten- or not jed um that's the brother. joss that's agents of shield yeah joss tends to go shorter and curlier so mm, yeah just an observation but i'll take her whichever way i can get her though but in any situation, any good spy would have her hair pulled back. Yes. In a fight situation. She would I have agree. that she would have that rubber band on her wrist. Yep. Yep. Boom. Done. This yep. is coming from two women whose hair are pulled back right now. Exactly. So Um, Franzi goes on to say the one thing that irritated me a lot was how fast they changed locations. I Oh yeah. I get that the countries in Europe are closer together, but still. I thought it was sometimes hard to follow where they were, even though they showed the name of the city they were in. Maybe I missed something and you can explain it to me, but I think the scene with Bucky and Steve and later Black Panther, who is hot, was supposed mm-hmm. to be in Bucharest, or did I miss the move to Berlin? No, that was in Bucharest. Yes. And then they moved because, them to Berlin. Because they ended up where Bucky was stored at the beginning. Which was Bucharest. Which is Bucharest, yes. And then you the f- are correct. Yeah, the, they were moved to Berlin later. Um and then she says, I thought that came after. I'm asking because I was super distracted by the fact that a German special force stormed into the room and not a Romanian. Mm-hmm. That's well, the reason why they reason why they chose Romania was because Sebastian speaks Romanian. Mm-hmm. But I can understand Franzi's frustration. Yeah. Um, I wish I had the Blu-ray so and could watch it again. As you might remember, I nitpicked on Whitehall's accent and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes, she did indeed. She did, and had every right to. Yes. Um, I was so happy with the accuracy regarding the language and accent. Not only did they cast a German actor as a German character. Booyah. Uh, even 90% of the extras could actually speak German. Yay! Thank you, Francie. I was really... I was. I we, could, we were yes, wondering. we did. Um, don't get me wrong. I don't have a problem when it's an American character who speaks German with an accent. That's cute, actually. But it always <laughs> distracts me when it's supposed to be a German person, and I'm not able to understand what they're saying. It's it, And it also has to do with when you have, like, Martin Freeman, when you have a British person trying to speak with an American accent. It's like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. Unless you're Hugh Laurie and you nail it. Yeah, exactly. Um, she says that nobody would cast me as an American because I simply don't sound like one. So, yeah, I was really satisfied with that. Um, though I was wondering how was it for you with the subtitles? Um, there must have been mm. a lot for you to read. I was fine with it. And I, I don't really feel like there was a extraordinary An excessive amount. amount. Yeah. And that may be because I tend to watch everything with subtitles anyway outside yeah. of the theater. Yeah. Um... And I'm telling you, for podcasting, it's oh, it's, it's a lifesaver, such a lifesaver, uh, even when they're wrong. Yeah, but uh, so I guess it didn't feel like a lot to me. Yeah, it was really the uh, the stuff with him in the hotel, uh, getting his room service. Well, there was, and the, the yeah. delivery scene mm-hmm. of the of the EMP to uh, the power facility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but it, uh, yeah, I didn't think it, it was didn't, excessive. It didn't feel like a lot, but again, yeah. I watch a lot with subtitles. So. Yeah. Um, so she says, I don't know when you'll be able to watch the film and when you're doing the podcast now. Um, I watched right it after, second. I watched it after the singularity, um, uh, episode, yeah, which yeah. is uh-huh. episode 18 of agents of shield and before failed experiments. And I'm not sure how, or even if civil war will tie into shield and the way, um, Franzi, the way they do it, they, they're tying it in for the American release date. Yes. So it was supposed to tie in after failed experiments. Right. So the the big t- we got the big tie in in episode 20. Yeah, so we watched episode 19, went and saw Civil War of the Weekend yep. and then saw episode 20. Yeah. 
on Tuesday, and then we went and saw Civil War again on Thursday. So we saw Civil War before and after episode 20. Yes. We, we wanted did. to see it before. Yeah. Because just like, even when we, when we saw Winter Soldier, we had to see we it that weekend. See it. Yeah. Because even though we weren't podcasting, we were watching. Yeah. We were watching S.H.I.E.L.D. We, we were just as fanatical then. Yep. As we are now. Yeah. Now we just so, record yeah, it. So we watched 19 Civil War, 20 Civil yeah. War. And um, now we're here. So she says, so far we were in um, Romania where where episode 18 was set. That's interesting. I didn't even think about that. Oh, okay. That was where they, they had the club with the enhanced people and they took oh, yeah, yeah, Radcliffe yeah, yeah, from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, That's interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. What time is it? Showtime. Hamilton. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Franzi, you should listen to Hamilton. Oh, yeah, if you haven't already. We can scream about it. Oh, but I don't know. It's American history. I don't know how relevant it would be. Yeah, but it's still good music. It's still fun. Yeah. it's Yeah, it's still fun. Yeah. Uh, she continues, the arguments on both sides and what the influence of the governments could mean for our superheroes weren't clear enough for me. Yes, they had a talk in the conference room um, and then the meeting with uh, T'Chaka. But after that, it was mostly personal between Steve, Bucky, and Tony. Uh, they broke my heart when they went against each other. It was brutal to watch Bucky lose his arm and Steve and Tony punching each other again and again and again. Okay, Bucky losing his arm, I cried. Okay, I cried. Yeah, and you don't generally cry. I, I'm dead inside. Yeah. Um, but I cried. And I'm going to look for something while you keep talking. Okay. Um, and then when Steve left the shield, wow, I know. Tony was hurt because Steve lied to him about his parents, but still, strong He scene. did not lie. He just didn't. He withheld information. Yeah. Which, you know, it's funny because Steve had such a hissy fit in Winter Soldier about Nat withholding information from him about her mission on the Lumerian Star. Mm-hmm. And now he's justifying this. Yeah. So, you know, a little, little, little bit hypocritical there, there uh, Steve. Um, she goes on to say... I don't know. Maybe this should have been a two-part movie or less characters. I love it when yeah. they are all together, but I feel like the story had to step back a little so we could introduce Black Panther and Spider-Man. Speaking of Spidey, such a goofball. And Wanda was clearly affected by the deaths she, quote-unquote, has caused. Maybe it's just me, but I feel like it would have made more sense if she'd sided with Tony and maybe switched places with Natasha. Thank God Natasha helped Steve and co. escape. I was pretty happy with that. And I think we all agree that massive fight scenes at the airport was the best, right? It was awesome. Uh, and in the it, Tesco parking lot? Yeah, in the Tesco okay. parking lot. Um, it made me sad to see them fight. I don't fight. know why I'm so hooked on that. It was funny as hell. Yeah. Um, she says, it makes me sad to see them fighting against each other, especially Clint and Natasha. But it was a dream come true. See, that was me. Like, I was like, I hate that you're fighting, but oh my God, you're fighting and it's awesome. It's so cool. It's It was so much um, more rewarding than just fighting like a bunch of robots. Okay, uh, a plot point that we did not touch on and let me know when you get to a stopping okay. point. Okay, uh, I've got one more sentence and then we'll then we'll stop. Okay. Um, Ant Man and Spider Man made me laugh so hard. Yeah, they were they were the they comic were relief. comic relief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just happy to be there. Just happy to be here, man. Cap, cap, just captain. happy to be here, sir, Captain. I feel like I'm shaking your hand too long. Hey, he was. <laughs> yes, he and was. you, I know you too. That <laughs> you, was. I'm. You're great. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was us. Yes. He he would be me in that yes. situation. Uh, a plot point that we didn't touch on. Um, she, she's talking about you know Tony and, and the, that, that particular and, fight. Yeah. Um, canonically, it is. I mean, we MCU yes, Winter Soldier, 
killed them. Yes. It's pretty obvious. And the fact, I still hold out that the fact that there happened to be a camera right there. That was At that weird. exact moment in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. And my daughter was like, there's a fence there. So there's got to be, you know, some kind of security. But then Bucky but shoots the camera and I'm like, you didn't destroy the after footage? After the fact. Yeah. Like, it, mm, that reeked of convenience. The, the shooting of the camera, at least they addressed it. Yeah. But whatever. Okay. But, uh... Howard and was killed in a car accident. Okay. Um, but it was apparently the result of faulty brakes arranged by business competitors from Republic Oil and Gas, later Rexon. Oh, okay. Um, so, um, yeah, it Fucking was... Fucking rocks on. I know, man. Okay, so you get to continue on with... Yeah. Okay. I'm good. Uh, so, Franzi continues, but I think I skipped the scenes with Sharon. And I skipped the one thing I knew was coming, but which I wasn't ready for, and I'm still mad. So Steve got the message that Peggy died in her sleep, and I was like, here we go. Breathe, Franzi, breathe. Um, I know Peggy was old, but still, she's Peggy fucking Carter. She was 95. Um, you know what What uh, made me mad? The fact that she died off screen. What the hell? We didn't even get to see her again, and Steve wasn't there. It was so. This was so wrong. Um, and why was it Sharon who talked at Peggy's funeral? I wanted it to be Steve. Ugh. And you know what made me furious? Peggy's body wasn't even cold and Steve already kisses Sharon. That was my problem. Um, but apparently I was the only one in the theater who was bothered by it. I actually had a loud reaction which made the people around me chuckle. I really don't like Sharon. <laughs> the friend I was with pointed out to me that I was bitching about her. And just... It just that I wasn't fond of her before, and I can't stand her now. Though I was glad we got the comedic scene in the tiny car after Peggy's funeral. I really needed that to get over it. Can you move your seat up? No. no. That was precious. Tumblr's loving that, too. Oh, I know. So I see, much. I, see, I saw that from a pirated copy on Tumblr before okay. I saw Civil War. Okay. That's when I decided I needed to get off the internet. Yeah. That was like, I need to stay off... It was like Friday or Saturday. It was it was uh, late Thursday, early Friday. I was living dangerously. I was on Tumblr the whole fucking time. Yeah. So I was just looking at what you were posting. Yeah. To stay safe. Like it was safe. It was safe. Um, So I again, I'm sorry. I I feel like I'm 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 a Sharon Carter apologizer. Oh my gosh! But you're still a Stucky shipper. I am totally a Stucky shipper. Um. And the fact that Sam and, and, and Bucky were in that car going, yeah. But then I'm like, you know, Polly's a, Polly's a thing. Polly is a thing, Just man. saying. Just saying. Somebody's got to clean up after those boys. <laughs> uh, I have no problem with Sharon because in, from, in my world, she was first. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, come on. Peggy, Peggy was having um, episodes where she yeah. didn't know who anybody was. So I'm sure yeah. Steve let her go in his heart a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, so, but I will say, um, Franzi, to your comment about her dying off screen, I honestly think that was economy of, well, money and characters. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, they just had so many fucking people in it. It was like, let's not throw Haley Atwell in here. And, and, but now Franzi, I do want to say your feelings are valid. Yes. I understand and appreciate where you're coming from. Your feelings are valid. I feel differently. Yeah. That's okay. And that's okay too. Uh, so we and, can, and besides, he loves Bucky. Absolutely. At the end of the day. Absolutely. It's all about Bucky. Until the Bucky. end of the line. Until the end of the line. Uh, uh. 
So we continue. Um, she says, can I just say how adorable it was to see Vision cook for Wanda? Um, I know it okay, was... Okay, that was really cute. I know. I know it was to keep her there, but he clearly is in love. Um, it was also funny because I had to think of Peggy's Jarvis and his <laughs> love for cooking. Okay. Um, Vision wearing clothes. That was weird. With him, like, in a sweater set? It... It was uh, set up for him to dress some like somewhat like Jarvis. Oh, that was that's actually a thing. Oh my god! So Franzi nail head. Yeah, she said it came full uh, circle uh, for me. That's almost a dick joke. Uh, almost, almost. Uh, she says it came full circle for me, though it was a bit odd they never mentioned Quicksilver. Um, and why do they introduce mm. Clint's family in Age of Ultron? If he's back in the game, this was unnecessary, and we could also have yes. Clintasha instead of Natasha yes. and Bruce. Preach. Okay, they didn't mention Quicksilver uh, because he now belongs to Fox. Yeah, I think and that was just a right was, issue. It was, it, was the, uh, it was the contract agreement. Yeah. So, um, so I, and I will say the reason why they fucked up with Clint's family, that was all Joss mm -hmm. and the Russos that were was, doing what they could to react to that because they can't go against the they canon can't ignore that's, it. that's already been established for the MCU. So that's them cleaning up Joss Whedon's mess, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and so she goes, and finally Bucky, why did they put him in the fridge again? Maybe it's different in the comics, but from what I've got from the movie, he was conditioned. Um, I don't. I don't think putting him on ice will solve the problem. Uh, I would start with counter conditioning, to be honest. But whatever, it's probably more complicated than than simple conditioning. I also think the introduction of the other Winter Soldiers was a bit unnecessary. I actually thought they would be the reason why our team would work together again. But okay, guess there was no time for it. I think my favorite Bucky scene was when he jumped on that motorbike. That was awesome. There you go. There it is. Well, and his fight with Natasha. I love her. I want my Black Widow movie. So you were going to say something. Okay. Um, that it's not how it ends in the comics. He does not go back under. As far as I recall, he never went back under. Okay. That was not a thing. Uh, in the movie, it was he voluntarily went under. Yeah, he did. Broke my heart, but he did. He voluntarily did that. Yeah. Um, which I'm kind of okay with. In in the comics he picked he was the he was the next uh, captain america yeah and the the reason why i'm i'm actually kind of okay with how it went in the movie is i look at it like yes he was in a facility a very advanced facility in wakanda at the very end mm -hmm. but those aren't the people that did that to him no they don't know what no. was done to him they don't have i don't even think they have the little red book that, i don't know what happened to the little red book zemo had it so I, I don't so know. So I bet you it's in the custody of the government. I bet government. you it's in the custody of uh, one Mr. Black Panther. Well, I don't. Who was the one who took Zemo? Maybe. So I'm thinking it's going to. And by the way, if anybody comes across that uh, version of that mm -hmm. journal, yeah. I need it. You need it. Need. Okay. Okay. Need. That's fine. I'm, I'm thinking Etsy. Okay. Probably. Probably. But so I, w I was kind of okay with it because I was like, okay, he's kind of, a his brain is a hot mess. They don't really know what was done to him by Hydra. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they're not really quite sure how to fix it. So it's safer for him to be on ice right now than to be possibly triggered again. So I read on Tumblr okay. a possible uh, idea that Scarlet Witch could have helped uncondition Ooh. him. I didn't think about that. Yeah, and help him. Cope with all cope that. with all of that. Because I know a lot of people were saying, um, "Oh my God, Tony has this technology to help cope with that." 
the technology that he showed mm-hmm. at MIT, but then they were like, well, that answers that question because Tony. Yeah, Tony's an O. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. But I mean, I'm I'm not real sure exactly how Scarlet Witch's powers work. Yeah, but I mean, it. I could see it. Uh, my she only- manipulated Tony's thoughts in Ultron. But did she do it? Did she just show him his own fears? Yeah. See, I don't know. Or did see, she how does that change? work? Because her her powers are so new and fresh to her. Yeah, and she's still learning to control them. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Uh, but also, um, canonically, uh, Wanda is cray cray. Yeah, she is super crazy. Super crazy and causes all kinds of shit. Yes, like crap like catastrophic shit to happen in the comics so yeah um one other one last comic that um i did not happen to mention before we got to feedback was um if anybody out there is a bucky and or uh daisy johnson fan Mm -hmm. agents of shield people i'm talking to you yeah uh there is a series it's called bucky barnes winter soldier Mm-hmm. It's a 2000 starting 2014. It's a series and it is Bucky Barnes and Daisy Johnson. Oh, okay. Miss Quake herself. Okay. Hanging out. Kicking fixing, ass. Kicking ass, taking names. Awesome. So, yeah, you should check that out. Cool. Um so this is the end of the first email. Um all right. Wow, ho- that's just one? <laughs> yeah, that's just one. Yay. <laughs> all right, I hope I mentioned everything I wanted to. It's hard not to ramble without actual notes. I know I pointed out a lot of things that didn't work for me perfectly, but I really loved it. No movie is perfect. I think Winter Soldier is still my favorite, but Civil War might be my second favorite. Either okay. Civil War or Avengers. I have to rewatch both to make the final decision. I hope you had as much fun as I had. Um, R.I.P. Um, Margaret Peggy Carter. Hope we'll get season three and we didn't. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah. But um, luckily, Haley Atwell does have, still has work. Yeah. And that's what's really important. That's true. Uh, so we got another Franzi email, and she said, Just a quick afterthought to how Civil War might affect Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Maybe Daisy and the other Inhumans will be asked to sign the agreement of the U.N. Council. And that actually did come well, up. Well, they were not asked to sign the agreement. They were asked to register. Register, There's yeah. a difference there. Yeah. They were not. Yeah, on S.H.I.E.L.D. we got more of the idea of registration versus just the accords. Yeah, whereas, well, of course, people like Tony and Captain America, who are the face the and Avengers. leader... Because leader it was, type ab- people. it was about putting the Avengers under UN control, mm-hmm. and everybody else has to register. And if and they're of course they're asked to sign because if they agree, then other people are going to follow suit. Right. Um, right. So while the Inhuman, you know, Daisy and her people, they weren't asked to sign it. They yeah. were asked to register. Yeah. So it's it's a very thin line, but it's it is you know me. Yeah. Thin lines are what I live for. I know. Uh, so this is our I think our th- final Franzi email. Yeah, we just got the three. Just, just the three. Just the three. <laughs> um, she had a lot of feelings, and she did, and they were very valid. And we weren't talking about them yet, so I can totally. I imagine get that. that. Yeah. Um. So she says that here are some thoughts I'd like to add after I've had some time to process everything, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and after I've watched the movie a second time. I'm mm-hmm. sorry for all these emails. Don't be no. sorry. Um, first of all, I realized I didn't make much sense when I was talking about um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episodes. What I was trying to say is that after seeing the singularity, it was a nice Easter egg that a few scenes of Civil War also played into Bucharest. Um, I don't know how I missed it during my first watch, but upon second watch, I finally made the connection be- between Crossbone's suicide vest and the vest from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Carter. Which, uh, Michael is on suicide vest watch. Yes, he is all up on that. Yeah. 
Um, she says, I really appreciated these Easter eggs, but I hope the tie-in will be more than just that. Um, again, this was before uh, episode 20 aired. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I also want to add a few thoughts regarding Zemo. So I feel like Zemo was nothing else but a plot device. He was there to further everyone's story. Yes, he wanted to get his vengeance, and therefore he manipulated everyone, but there wasn't really a payoff for his character. He was there to go, uh, so we got some backstory on Bucky to create the conflict between Steve and Tony, mm -hmm. and to show T'Challa that seeking vengeance is toxic and not the right way. I'm not exactly sure how I feel about the decision to use Zemo as nothing but a plot device, but I think it was definitely an interesting decision and maybe the only realistic choice. Especially because the story is about the conflict between our heroes and the movie only has a limited amount of time to tell the story. I actually think it's more realistic because the, the last two Cap movies have been more espionage kind of movies. Sure, sure. That happen to include superheroes. Mm -hmm. So I think a big mustache twirling, more supervillainy type would have kind of felt out yeah, of place. Yeah, and uh, as we've already discussed, they're, they're setting Zemo up for, for other things. Yeah, I think he'll be back. Um, possibly in Black Panther, maybe. Possibly. Who knows? Um, Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. I don't know where that came such from. Such a dork. Uh, so she continues, I'm aware I ranted a lot about Peggy's death, <laughs> Sharon, and the kiss between Sharon and Steve. I still don't like Sharon, and I will dislike her forever, and I haven't changed my mind about that fact. And your that, feelings are valid. That the kiss was way too soon for my taste, and all of that. But all of that aside, I actually liked what Sharon had to say about Peggy at the funeral. I did, too. I thought that was kind of cool. Okay. Um, let me say this. I, while it didn't catch me off guard as it did a lot of people, and while it didn't bother me as much as a lot of people, I have to begrudgingly admit it did feel forced yeah it very much did feel forced yeah like would steve really have but been up for kissing at that point only bucky yeah only bucky yeah maybe sam yeah but mostly bucky but mostly bucky. okay um she says that i think sharon's speech reminded steve of peggy yes and what peggy would do in the situation in winter soldier it was peggy who told us that even after his death quote unquote Steve still changed her life, and I like to think that she's doing the same for him. I like that. Aww. Um, all right, good for you. I only have uh, that one day to send you my shield feedback. Otherwise, you would have to read this this much this each week. <laughs> <laughs> she says, uh, P.S. I found this cute little picture on Tumblr while I was waiting for you all to watch the movie. And what? remind me what it was. Oh, yeah, it <laughs> It was the Avenger, or it was everybody in Civil War each side trying to coax a little baby tiny toddler um, Spider-Man to oh, their side. Oh, yes. It was precious. That is precious, That yeah. made me happy. That That's more comic, but yeah. Yeah. That is precious. Yeah. Thank you for all of that, Franzi, and we appreciate, you know, the fact that you saw it before we did, and you were just you so tight-lipped. You were so, so cool about spoilers. Yeah. That was beautiful. Because she, she was even like, I'm not going to do it on Twitter. I'm not going to, I'm going to stay tight-lipped. I actually stayed pretty unsullied. Yeah, yeah. I was proud of Surprisingly myself. Surprisingly so. I know, right? Um, so, Joy emailed us really quick uh, last weekend. Um, she said, hey, ladies, I really miss listening to you because she, uh, she was one of our Sleepy Hollow listeners. We miss hearing from you. I know. Okay, um, Joy, I know you're listening because you, you were looking forward to the Civil War podcast. I would like to hear from you about... Uh, some ideas for some new shows for us to pick up since yeah. we're not doing Slippy Hollow again. Yeah. 
And I, we, I hope you really enjoyed T'Challa because I know you were looking forward mm-hmm. to him. Um, so she says, I am currently in my Civil War hangover. Went to see the movie last night and it didn't disappoint. It was amazing and most likely we'll go see it again next week. Um, I will email my thoughts later because I'm going out of town for Mother's Day. And I just wanted uh, to know that you might post your podcast of the movie. And I told her when we were yeah, recording you did. it. You did. Um, so I don't think we did get anything from Joy, but if she still wants to send us her thoughts, I would love We that. will listen. Yes, we will we read. Will. We, we might. Um, how about this? Let's say right now. Okay. Uh, if we get any other Civil War feedback, we might discuss it during Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's a great idea. That's an awesome idea. How's that? Okay. I just made an executive decision. That is good stuff. Okay. Um, so now we have an email from Gina. Hi, Gina. And she says, hey, ladies, um, I got to see Civil War twice this weekend and plan on going back for another viewing next weekend because it was so good and it should have all my money. I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She says that while I like Civil War a lot, I still think Winter Soldier is still my favorite. Everybody does. Because the story felt tighter. Everybody does. Yeah. Yeah. That would would be me. Um, Consider all the things that had to be balanced out. I would have liked more Stephen Bucky since almost... Everybody wants more... I want more Stephen. I just want Stephen Bucky. Since almost all the previews honed in on that relationship so much. Um, Then again, I'm Bucky Trash, so (laughs) I could have... No, no, um, no, no, no. no. That's a typo. It says Stucky Trash. (laughs) No, I'm sorry, Gene. I'm putting words in your mouth. I apologize. I'm Bucky Trash, so I would have a whole movie about a Bucky and still want more. I would totally be down for a Bucky movie. Oh, my God. Johnny would like orbit into another plane I would. of existence i would just like i would if i got a loki movie. i would hold it to my breast forever yeah mm-hmm. just pet it mm-hmm. um she says everything did balance out nicely though the drama the humor and the fight scenes were so well planned that even when it was over i didn't feel the time which is the mark of a good story and that's true because it was like two and a half hours long i believe it was Franzi who did say on twitter that now that she's seen civil war she trusts them with infinity war the russo brothers yes. with infinity yes. war yes yeah, I'm happy about that. It just goes to show you the director matters so much. It does. Um, she says that when we got to the airport fight scene, my friend looked at me and I was like, oh shit, are we near the end? And we still had about 30 or 40 minutes to go. Yeah. Yeah, there was another battle after that one. Hell yeah. Um, she said this has to be the first cat movie that ends on a slightly happy note. Um, yeah. Yeah. In the first one, he wakes up to find 70 years has passed. And the second one, he finds out his BFF is brainwashed is a brainwashed murderer and is nearly killed by him. Granted, Steve is on the run from the law and had to beat the shit out of Tony. But he's his own person with people he can trust but... and free to do what he wants. Yeah. So that's something. Uh, she says, I would have liked to have seen more crossbones, but Zima was an interesting villain and he could come back since he didn't die. Oh, that scene where he flipped Bucky back, kicked me in the feels. Yeah, that was an ouchie. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, oh, this movie was so good. The fact that Zemo knew where to stick the knife to break them up from the inside was a unique idea. This wasn't a man out to destroy the world. He was getting what he felt was justice. And so I think that's interesting. Yeah, okay. Um, and so she says there are too, too many good moments to choose from, but I have to say it's a toss-up between Spider-Man and his one-liners during the airport fight scene or when Sam and Bucky <laughs> were talking to each other. Couldn't you have done that earlier? I hate you. I hate you. Oh, my God. And a bromance was born. Oh, my God. They're so great. Um, I'm wondering if Steve and company will make an appearance during Black Panther since Bucky is in cryo-freeze there. Um, she says another moment that kicked me in the feels. 
I know it was his choice, but it still hurts. If not, I really can't wait to see where they where they are during Infinity Wars. Tony is going to have to call Steve to help fight a space god. Or maybe Steve will just show up because he's awesome <laughs> and cares. That's true. That's, That's true. true. Yeah. Um, well, I'm off to finish my sappy fic uh, so I can write my Civil War take, which will be even sappier and have more feels since I'm Bucky Trash. Uh, she says, did you get to read the fic I sent you? I would love to hear your thoughts, even though I get the vibe you aren't into sappy romance crap. Um, okay, wait, I am. wait. You, Queenie is. Queenie is like. I am fluff trash. Fluff trash. I'm angst trash. Yes. Um, and Gina, I I have to admit, no, I haven't. I, I went to the link and saw how long the fic was. Holy shit, it's almost 200K. Damn, oh, Gina. my God. That's awesome um, that you're just pumping out that much. That's cool. Which now, a 200K fic doesn't usually scare me. No. But it's unfinished. Yeah. And as I know you're working... Work in progress is great. Keep working on it until you are done with it. Do yeah. But I tend to not read things until they're done. I generally don't either, but I think I'm going to I'm gonna look at it when um, our shows are over. Yeah. When That's another a- thing is we, we're so busy right now. Yeah. Uh, I haven't read anything. I, I know. Read I haven't read fic in a while. No. I haven't read anything in I don't know how long. So yeah. I do have it bookmarked. Oh, I do too. Well, I don't have it Well, we have it in our email. I don't have it bookmarked on my... Um, AO3 account. But you have the tab open? Because I f- forgot my password. I actually have fic too, but it's supernatural fic that nobody cares about. It's really good though. Uh, I'm in it. I wrote the fluff for you. So. I know you did. I know you did. Um, But uh, I do have it open on my tab. Yeah, on your phone. So on my phone so that, you know, but it's kind of scared me. <laughs> I saw it and I was like, holy oh shit. Oh my God. Uh, so we will read it eventually, I promise, yes. probably sometime this summer. Yes. I just, we just so back, I mean, we're doing, we're running at least three podcasts a week yeah. and we have like regular full-time jobs yeah. and I have a very sick cat. Well, pseudo sick. Yeah. Somewhat sick. Sick she adjacent. Was, yeah. Sick adjacent. Um, and so. Yeah. And I also have a grandbaby on the way. Yeah. In case anybody hasn't put that connection together yet. Yeah. <laughs> It's a mystery. Uh, so we have another email from Greg. Hi, Greg. He says, "Well, I'm sorry. I need to tone that down a yeah, little." Yeah, that was sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. I've had a little. You're, usually, you're not on the you're not I on know. this end of the feedback. I know it's weird. Um, so he says, "Hi, ladies. This is Greg again. Um, I just saw Captain America: Civil War. It was awesome. But it was, n- but not quite as awesome as hearing you say my name and partially read my <laughs> message on the Gotham podcast. Oh, we never finished the rest of his email, did we? Did we finish his email? I on thought the other? we did. We did. Okay. Yeah. I just had a guilt moment. Yeah, I think we did. I hope so. <laughs> if not, we will tell us if we didn't. Yeah." Um, he says, I was uh, shocked to hear you read it and more shocked by how good it felt. The reason I don't listen to the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast is because I've never watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <gasps> um, I didn't start binge watching Agent Carter until season two was almost over, which is why my last message was so weirdly timed. Okay. Um, I've seen all the MCU movies, all the one shots, thanks to you two, um, both seasons of Agent Carter. Daredevil and Jessica Jones, but not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I just, it just doesn't look like something I'd like. I am interested in hearing your thoughts on the movie. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it, but Captain America Winter Soldier was probably better. That seems to be the consensus. Um, 
And it still felt more like an Avengers movie. I absolutely agree with yes. that. Um, a very well done Avengers movie, though. I'm starting to worry that the MCU has spoiled us all and made expectations too high too soon. They have. Uh, thanks, pretty ladies. I've never seen what you look like, but I'm going to safely assume you're both pretty. You're right. <laughs> We're fabulous. I'm, I'm going to agree with you. All right. Right on. I'm going to agree with Johnny you. Johnny made an executive decision. I did. Uh, okay. This is I do that after. I do that after three beers. Yeah. They're not even beers. No, they're, they're not They're beers. hard ciders. Oh, shoosh. <laughs> they're ginger. <laughs> All right. This is Michael's magnum opus. Hi, Michael. <laughs> I'm so, I, oh, I love I, these, though. These are great. I would like to apologize to Michael for the lack of dick jokes today. I know. We promised dick jokes. He was expecting so many dick jokes. I apologize. You know, our quality's not up to par. I just forgot. Well, you know, they didn't present themselves. So. I know. Um, I hate it when dicks don't present themselves. I know, right? It's just lazy. It should happen more (laughs) often. There you go. There was one right there. There you go. That was for you, Michael. Uh, And now we have a cat on the table. I don't (laughs) even understand what's going on right now. He's trying to get over here. He's so jealous. Uh, So Michael starts out, so much to unpack. So this will be a stupidly long email. That's okay. I'll apologize up front for what I'm sure will be many typos and rambling thoughts. That's okay. I like the way he organized this. This was cool. Um. Okay, first of all, damn, that was a heavy movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know some folks complain that Marvel movies are too jokey and light, but this one was very serious. The comedic moments um, it did have were needed, or else this could have been too heavy. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, more so than either the of the Avengers movies, this felt like a culmination of all the Marvel movies that came before it. So again, uh, to reiterate, Civil War covered lots and lots of storylines. It threaded through... Uh, again, 98 different comics and yeah, dozens of uh, character storylines. This was absolutely It huge. affected everybody. Yeah. Um, I went into the movie as Team Cap and left still in that camp, but feeling like even though Cap was on the right side, he handled it poorly. Uh, yeah, I, I can't. That. I can't disagree with that. I think everybody handled everything poorly. Yeah. <laughs> except it was for just T'Challa. poorly handled. Except T'Challa. Again, Team Team Black Panther. Team Black Panther, man. Um, Yeah. So, uh, he does this based on, like, kind of chronologically and, and by location or whatever. So, that was really cool. Okay. Uh, so, we go to Lagos. Okay. This battle was ostensibly the straw that broke the camel's back. It also sets the bar for how great the fight choreography will be for the mm-hmm. rest of the movie. Black Widow's moves have been dialed up to 11. Wiggly woo. Yeah. The Russo's uh, second unit action sequence crew worked on John Wick. That's right. Mm-hmm. Man, Okay. John Wick was a damn good movie. Minus. Minus the one scene that we will not discuss. Right. Um, which is kind of minor, but hey, you know, that was, the, that again, that was the camel that broke the back that know, made him go know, on his rampage. It was awful. It was terrible, and I totally forgot to warn you, and I still feel yeah. guilty about it to this day. But damn, that was a good movie. It really was. It really was. Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. <sighs> He is a vampire. He's not aged a he is. bit. Okay, anyway. Uh, so he says that, and like the Age of Ultron opening sequence, they made a point of showing the team working as a team that had been training together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like they wasted the Crossbones character in this, though. Yes. Any random terrorist with a suicide vest, or possibly a murder vest, <laughs> could have served the story just as well. Crossbones would have been a great recurring thorn in Cap's side. Yes. Not really a huge threat, but certainly troublesome. You, that that is so true yep. on such a level we've already discussed. Yeah. Oh oh um, 
Oh, oh, oh. While we're there. Okay. I totally forgot. Um, mm, I read this. I don't know. Was, uh, okay. Um, the Civil War uh, uh, see, centers on the Dr. Johann Finoff slash fastest method storylines from Agent Carter. And Michael will appreciate yeah. this. So I think it's important to talk about this during his email. Um, from Agent Carter storylines in season one and the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season two, the... You remember the doctor that who's turning the ring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, doctor, uh, the chief, uh, Dooley. Achenko, mm-hmm. Fenhoff. Um, that's the, Bucky Barnes was clearly a victim of the fastest method, uh-huh. as demonstrated by his quick reactivation once he heard certain words whilst in his cell. Oh. And that is the same method in which Sharon Carter was brainwashed when she shot Captain America. <gasps> Boom, there it is. Oh. That's for you, Michael. Interesting. Thought you'd like that. Well, okay. maybe not like it, but, but be interested. It would be relevant to your life. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he says having Wanda quote unquote responsible for the collateral damage was a good, um, was a good call. Um, Cap and Falcon, as soldiers, would understand it happens. Wanda is true. not far removed from being a civilian, and she just found out how dangerous she could be. Recall her background in being. Uh, and being building struck with Stark Tech and the hatred that bred in her. And now yeah. she's the cause for others being in a similar situation. That's very interesting. Yeah. That's, and, I'm, and he makes a very good point with that. Um, and her reaction to it uh, broke my heart. Yeah. The, the mother. It really upset her. The, the mom in me just was crushed for her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the scene where Vision walks through the wall. Oh, Viz, and she calls Viz, him Viz. Viz, we talked about this. And I'm just like, oh my well, God. Well, the door, well, he was like, the door was open. He didn't even finish the sentence. Yeah. Yeah. He, he looked at her and he was like, I did, I did yeah. not good. So, yeah. Uh, so, we go to MIT and he says, of course, Tony has holodeck tech. Of <laughs> course he does. I not about it that way, but of course he does. Um, he says, the young Tony was well done, but still seemed a bit creepy to me. Um, I can't quite put my finger on what about it didn't feel right. The scene sets up Tony's emotional state. Um, he's still processing the loss of his parents 35 years ago. Uh, it's 25, actually. Michael. It yeah, was in it was 91. Yeah, sorry. Um, which You're very stuck on that. It's very important to you. Don't even get me started on the timelines for all this because it just pisses me off. I know. So, anywho... He's uh, he's on the rocks with Pepper. No surprise there. Um, and then Miriam, Alfrey Woodard, hits him with the human cost of heroic interventions. While I think, and I'm changing this, 25 years should be plenty of time <laughs> to come to grips with his parents' death. He could be rounding. Yeah, it does work story-wise. I'm glad that at least uh, addressed Pepper this time. Uh, mm-hmm. his, near, mm-hmm. his near addiction to being Iron Man seems as good a reason as any to break up the relationship. Um, as for Miriam, while her loss is tragic, it doesn't outweigh all the other lives that were saved. Um, and Tony didn't even bring that up. He's no. so guilt-ridden that he didn't he even is. defend himself. Truly. Um, I have to think that Tony is smart enough to understand that they risk collateral damage every time they fight some big bad. She just put a face to it. Okay. Let me let me stop you right there. Okay. The reason why, and this is an opinion, yeah. not fact. This is my opinion. Okay. The reason why I feel like that Tony Stark couldn't see it that way, but Cap could, mm-hmm. was because Cap has been a soldier. Yeah. he's in, He's been in war. He's seen collateral damage. He's familiar with it. He's experienced it. Yeah. Tony really hasn't. Yeah. Not to the level... I mean, come on. Cap has lost so many people, and when he was in war... I mean, he nearly lost Bucky. Yeah. 
to it and um, thought so, he lost so, Bucky yes and really did and yeah. lost a lot of people yeah um and so Tony hasn't really been able to experience that in the same way that Cap has yeah um, and that's a, an opinion again well and so. it's kind of like what what Michael brought up with Wanda she's a civilian Ex- exactly it's the same exactly. type yes. type of thing I yeah mm-hmm. yes um and so he says that um I like it when creators are faithful to the people they work with so seeing the dean from community working at MIT was great. Yeah, I spotted him immediately. He was the professor that uh, was like, so uh, will, will there be any money for faculty? Because I've got this hot dog thing. Okay. That um, was dean from community. That Oh, God, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um, That was kind of weird and creepy. Yeah. Which uh, brings me to, and I hate to interrupt Michael a second time, but I'm going to. You're going to interrupt him many times. I'm probably. going to anyway. Well, he he makes a lot of good points. I know, but I know. we we didn't discuss, and I really wanted to uh, the creepy Tony scene. Yeah, yeah. Where he's visiting with Aunt May, which that was creepy. Oh, so yeah, it start- you hated that. So it started creepy. It started creepy. And then he goes into Peter's bedroom, <laughs> locks and the door, locks the door. Creepy. Yep. And then sits down on the bed next to Peter. Uber creepy. Yeah, yeah. He okay. was the creepy uncle. He was. Whoa. Yeah. Like, whoa. Like, Tony, okay. Tony, calm down. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Let's recruit a 15-year-old to fight I in know. our battle. That seems like a great idea. <laughs> so, he goes on to the Accords. Um, he says, having William Hurt back as Secretary of State was a nice callback to Hulk. Um, in the last few mm. weeks leading up to the U.S. release of the movie, um, the MCU phone news, um, WHIH news yep. front, had a series of short news segments. One of which announced Ross's appointment as secretary. Oh, very nice. Um, WHIH has a great promotional tool for those of us really into this stuff. The only real issue I had with the accords themselves was how many countries agreed to them. That's just my baggage from the real world, though. Having seen how dysfunctional the UN can be. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, The positions each hero took on the accords seemed about right, except possibly Wanda. Given her background and her part in the collateral damage in Lagos, I feel like she would have been for the Accords. He says that it's interesting to see that Tony and Steve have come so far from their origins, one being the dutiful soldier, the other being the rebellious billionaire, to see how to see them on opposite sides. And that's a good point. Yes, it is. Um, he says, I don't think Widow um, was ever really on a side. She just went there... Um, where she thought she could get the most work done, and T'Challa was just team revenge. That's true. T'Challa was. was just T'Challa like, how am I going? How was, am I going to get Bucky? He was on team uh, Black Panther. And if you remember, that's when um, when Natasha visited him, and they had the "You will move or be moved" scene. Mm-hmm. That's how she got him on board. Was she was like, "Wanna go after Bucky?" Yeah. So that's how she recruited him, which was very smart of her. Hmm. Um. So well, she was like, "We know where he is." Yeah. So we go to the airport. Um, he says this was the most comic book fight sequence ever filmed. Um, and every character was shown in action well. Spider-Man felt right in his moves, quips, and abilities. Ant-Man on the arrow and inside Iron Man's suit was great. Giant Man. I knew they were going to do it, but it was still fun to see. It really was. Um, and I had... I 
And to have mm. that result in the synergistic throwback to the Star to Star Wars was perfect. That was so great. Hey, have you guys ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? Uh, how old is this kid? I haven't carbon dated him. And he's like, oh, you know the, the thing on the ice planet? And Johnny's sitting there going, Hoth. And he's like, you know the, the walking creature? And she's going, at, at. It was great. I know my Star Wars. Exactly. It was great. It was, it was wonderful. Okay. Uh, I don't see Wanda listed in either the pro or against list. Okay. For the record. For canon. For canon. Um, he says that uh, we get it, Marvel. You're part of the Disney Star Wars family. Um, I know Ant-Man <laughs> did some jail time, but um, hope, hope we get the joke later. Um, about what it was like to have vision inside him. Insert dick joke here. Insert dick joke here. Thank you, Michael. There you go. You just made it. That was a freebie. That was a freebie. That was a freebie. Uh, So we go to Siberia. Who runs this facility? Shield? I would not think so. Um, That would be, I believe it would be the ATCU. No, I think it's an abandoned uh, Hydra only facility. Oh, no. I, I don't think it's on Shield's books. Keep talking. Don't trip over the power. Keep talking. Um, he says five deadly soldiers put on ice and then just left alone. No staff, no guards, no monitoring. Man, the Russian military must really have a small budget. Um, the movie's only real twist was Zemo killing the other soldiers. Still not buying his reasoning there. Getting to see how Bucky killed the Starks was harsh. Um, and we can see how it would set Tony off. But it does spark the final battle of the movie and by far the most brutal. And it is. Woo. Um, but knowing that Friday, the suit AI, um, could evacuate combatants and counter them makes one wonder why Tony didn't lead with that little trick for fighting Bucky and Cap earlier in the move. Evaluate, not evacuate. Evaluate combatants. Uh, yeah, that was really cool. Like, why did he have to say, oh, by the way, go ahead and evaluate Cap and show me how to beat him? Yeah, why would he not have already have that information? Yeah. You would think. Um, he says, but uh, I know Cap pulled back from killing Tony, but I'm not sure how. Seeing the shield embedded in the suit's chest seemed like it was in there pretty deep. I did like Tony's parting shot about Steve not deserving the shield and Steve acknowledging that it, dro- it, acknowledging it dropped, dropping the shield. So that was something. Yeah. Uh, so we go to, now we're going to people. So we go to Steve. Okay. Um, and he said, I had only one fear going into this movie. Being that it would be all about Bucky, which Janya does not have that fear. I know. Ball um, the Bucky all the time. He says it wasn't quite that, but it was close. I get that they're childhood friends, but the Cap character always seemed more pragmatic to me. I felt there Nobody were alternatives. Comes to Bucky. Yeah, and that's and that's I think the the thing I got from it most was that yes, Cap is this you know he's a pragmatic guy, but you put Bucky in the mix and all hell goes out the window. Mm-hmm. Because he loves him. That's right. So um, he says that I felt there were alternatives to the Bucky issue that would have been more in character. Counter-programming, back on ice, or even Tahiti. That's an interesting choice. Um, Seemed like better options than the fights. But I look at it like he didn't have all those resources at the time. He found Bucky in the midst of all this crazy so I feel That's like a true. lot of the normal, the normal options would have been out the window. The thing is, canonically... While the Winter Soldier uh, himself was on the opposition side, uh, he really wasn't a part of. He wasn't. This was not. Yeah. A part of it. They mushed him together. So it. it of course, it's going to feel a little disjointed. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah. I thought that I had read somewhere about exactly about the soldiers where 
No, about where that place is located. The Siberia about. base? Yeah. The No, the one in the middle of the ocean. Oh, the raft. He yeah. was asking about the Siberia base. Oh, okay. Who's running that? Yeah. I think it was an abandoned facility. It was abandoned. Yeah, that was abandoned. I took that to be a Soviet facility that was abandoned after the fall of the USSR. Well, that's uh, kind of, that's where um, Bucky was being kept. Yeah. By uh, Hydra. Yeah. In oh, that one. Okay, I thought he was talking about that place. No, in the he was ocean. talking about the Siberian thing, not oh, the raft. Oh, okay. But I did still read something about that, the thing in the ocean somewhere, so I'm still looking for it. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to continue. Uh, he says, do, 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 where did I go? Um, so I walked out actually feeling the Cap character has been tarnished. Um, from Well, sure. This yeah. is his fall from grace. Yeah. From an action perspective, uh, they really got got Cap Shield uh, with good use. I'm glad they said goodbye to Peggy and left Cap an anchor to her with Sharon. As for the animosity That's between a good point. as for the animosity between him and Tony, I get the feeling that he's never really liked Tony. Um, when you watch their scenes together in the other movies, there's always just a slight edge to their interactions. Um, and by the way, shippers take that as sexual tension. Um, oh yeah, sure. There's a big stony contingent. Oh yeah, there's there's the a fandom. there's a shipper point in the movie. I just can't recall it right this second, but there was a point, and it was not the and the commercial was always he's my friend. Oh, so was I. Yeah. But there somewhere in that there was another um, point. Stucky, Stucky, as it's called. No, stony. Stony. Oh my god. Stucky, Stucky, Stucky. I got Stucky on the brain. I know you do. I know you do. Um, so he says when uh, I think Steve sees him as a spoiled elitist. And I think yeah. Steve just reminds Tony of his father, um, sort of like an older brother he can never measure up to. So I think there's a lot of that going on Oh, as well. of course there is. Yeah. Uh, so we go on to Tony. I miss Jarvis as the suit voice. Me too. Oh, Friday? Yeah. Well, it's the same uh, voice actress. From just, Ultron. From Ultron. It's just not the same. Yeah. Uh, Friday, uh, Carrie Condon just doesn't seem to have as much personality. Nope. Um, Tony has had a tremendous growth arc over eight years. To see him go for self go from self-service industrialist to being willing to put himself under government sanctions is a testament to all the shit he's gone through. He's the antagonist of the movie, but doesn't come off as the villain. I'm happy they which managed is hard to do. Yeah, it really is. And he says, "I'm happy they managed to keep him a sympathetic character, and it's his character that really proves the accords may not work." You don't see him notifying Ross of his action. And I'm pretty sure the trip to Siberia was past his deadline of off the books. A little bit. Um, they gave RDJ some great dialogue and he chewed through his scenes. We're reminded of how good an actor he is. He is. I, and he is Iron Man. He is. He is. They grew He him. is Tony Stark. Yeah, they raised him in a farm out back. Yep. Just like they did Chris Evans. Yep. And all of them. All of them. Uh, T'Challa. I really like the portrayal of the Panther. Bozeman put a lot into his role, and it shows. His fights in and out of costume were among the best action sequences in the film. Mm -hmm. He has a distinct cat-like choreography. Panther never seemed particularly vengeful in the comics, so it's um, it's good they backed him off uh, off on him uh, to be a killer. Yeah. Unlike the mysterious accents the twins. 
of the twins in Age of Ultron, T'Challa's accent really seems to work. Supposedly, because he worked with the yeah. actor who portrayed his father and helped him with the uh, the language. Yes, language. Yes. Um, he said supposedly Bozeman picked up the speech patterns and accents from the ac- actor that played his father. Yes, that's so, yeah, true. Yeah, I think that's I think that's awesome. Yeah, and such a great attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we go on to Peter. Tom Holland doesn't look like Peter Parker to me. No. But I think he did a great job in capturing his personality. I hope they put him in glasses in the solo movie. It really helps. Um, see attached Photoshop pick, which, thank you. Yes, thank More you people so in much. Um, all the people in glasses. All the people all. in glasses. I smiled inside seeing the Queen's title card pop up. There are so many Easter eggs related to Spidey in this movie, and they're, they're deep cuts all the way back to Steve Ditko's run on the character. Yeah. I feel like the Russos wanted to make sure they... They got a lot of them in just in case the agreement with Sony goes south. Uh, this backdoor pilot to the Spider-Man movie did its job. I'm ready to see more of this version of Spidey and his hot aunt. Melissa Tor, I can't deny him. Yeah, Marissa, Marissa Tomei. Woo! Lol. So nice. Uh, so we go but on still creepy Tony. Creepy Tony. Um, uh, okay, so through the whole movie, he's like, I'll tell Aunt May. No, yeah. no, don't tell no, Aunt no, May. No, 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 don't. Yeah. Do- yeah, that was great. Yeah. It was great. Uh, so we go on to Zemo. Uh, he says, I missed the over-the-top comic version, but this version uh, was yeah, okay. I agree. Uh, the big problem, though, is that with the exception of the final fight where he manages to pit Tony against Cap and Bucky, he is pretty much irrelevant to the story. The Accords were enough to pit the Avengers against each other. That's that's actually mm. a good point. He didn't, he didn't create the Accords. No. He created all the Bucky stuff. No, he didn't create the Accords, but he used the Accords to his advantage. That's true. That's true. Um, so it says, uh, he says that, and the reveal of how the Starks uh, died could have been handled in any number of ways. Um, okay. In fact, I think it would have come up from all the Hydra intel that Black Widow released. Um, and oh, spe- yeah, I remember this part. The, he makes a really good point here. Yeah. And speaking of Hydra Intel, why does a retired colonel living in a flea bag home have the code book to activate the Winter Soldier? I think he's supposed to be the guy who was reading from the book at the very beginning he of was, the movie. But still. That was him. Why would he still have it? Yeah. Uh, power trip? Yeah. Well, the only thing is uh, okay, if you look at Soviet Russia, it was crumbling. Mm-hmm. There was chaos. Maybe he got it out and all of that. I don't know, but I would have liked that explained. Like a latent uh, loyalty to Mother Russia? Yeah. I don't know. Or something? Or just insurance. Well, there's that too. And again, I need that book. Yeah. Um, he says that. But yeah, he makes it. He does. And, and I want to go back to this. He does make a really good point. The, why didn't that December 16th, 1991 info, why was that not out on the web with everything else Natasha dumped out there? Yeah. Because she made a point of saying she was dumping S.H.I.E.L.D. and Hydra secrets. Yep. Because so. well, it was tangled up anyway. So, yeah. why He, he makes a very good point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because plot. Um, he says that there shouldn't have been any need to frame Bucky. He's got more than enough skeletons in, the, in his past to piss off most nations. Oh, Z- boy, does he. Yeah. Zemo posing as the psych evaluator would have made sense if he had made any effort to look like the guy he killed and took the place oh, of. Wait. Or hack the security system to change the real evaluator's info. That's an excellent point. Um, security in the MCU really, really blows. Doesn't it? <laughs> 
When I drive on um, on base, my ID is scanned, and the portable reader gives the guard my data along with a photo for matching. Um, I still don't get Zemo's motiv- motivation in killing the other Winter Soldiers. His line to Cap about not wanting more of you didn't ring true for me. His motivation was against the Avengers in the aftermath of Sokovia. Having his own personal deadly squad would seem to make more sense for me for the character, but that's assuming they have the same control codes as Bucky. Um, that was never clarified. I'm holding out some hope that his return in a form closer to the comics. Yeah, they, they did say that he's being set up for future films. Um, yeah. But I do feel like I need to point out that uh, the guy in the bathtub yeah. was Joe Russo. Oh, really? And um, one of the Crossbones mercenaries was Damien Poitier, mm-hmm. who appeared as Thanos in The Avengers before Josh Brolin was cast in the role. Oh, cool. But he brought up... Um, Zemo and talking about him posing as the yeah the guy interviewing him which reminded me that the guy in the bathtub was Russo. Gotcha. Okay. So yay. But he does make a really good point about security. Oh absolutely. <laughs> I mean this is supposed uh, to be the CIA people. Exactly. Yeah. And every, you and think they're not going to yes. check photo ID. <laughs> I know right. <laughs> I mean I we you and I both have to have key cards to even get mm-hmm. into our offices. Yeah. And that has all of our information. I mean, mine yeah. has, it says who I am and what time I'm, I'm logging in. And it pulls and, a picture of me mm-hmm. up on the screen with my... Okay, with mine my, doesn't go mine does. that far, but... Yeah, the guard the guard at the desk, he has, yeah. you know, to make sure. Um, so he goes, okay, and the rest, the vision. The vision-wanda relationship is solid pandering to fan base. I'm glad they're going there, and it should be interesting to see that relationship develop further. Uh, see, Wanda take down Vision was more emotional for it. But okay, question. Yeah, how is it pandering? It's canon. So I the whole. Know. I mean, but I don't understand how it's. Maybe mm. hmm, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Um, and he it's, says it's kind of a relationship you can't avoid though in the MCU. Yeah. Because it is so tied up in their storylines mm-hmm. in the comics, it's kind of hard. It's like Bucky and. And and Steve never being friends. Yeah. It's, you yeah. can't avoid it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he says, see, Wanda take down Vision was all the more emotional for it, but messing with his density was great. I oh, that feel, was fun. Yeah. I feel that she got over her angst at having contributed to the deaths of innocence a bit too easily and quickly, though. Wanda's missing accent feels weird, but I'm actually glad they dropped it. She still had some. She did have a bit of an accent. It wasn't as I I would heavy, have to maybe. have Phronsie um, weigh in on the accent. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. They never told us, like, what Sokovia is. Is it a former Soviet bloc? Is it in the Slavic states? Is it more, you know, toward the German area? Like, we don't know what Sokovia is, or at least I don't. Um, so we go to, she, of course you're going to go look it up. I <laughs> Why see you, you say that computer. looking at my laptop? Um, so we go to Black Widow is, was a great loose cannon. I don't think of her as a double agent. She is just on her own side, going with the choices she thinks are right in the moment. Uh, the Russos really seem to get the Widow character. Yes, they do. Um, Ant-Man was the comedic relief, but I don't think it felt forced. Paul Rudd just plays him as a likable guy with a bit of a frat boy, star-stuck, average Joe, who just happens to have a really high-tech suit. I think he very much represents us as the audience. He's our in to this crazy world where the heroes are real, and Rudd just does him so well. I agree with that. 
Oh, he really does. Um, Sokovia is Eastern Europe. Okay. That's all they get us. That doesn't tell me much. No, not really. Um, and I will say, somebody, I saw a really great post on Tumblr, and I should have bookmarked it, but I didn't. But it was like, the reason why all the one-liners and quips and everything work in this movie that felt fake in Ultron is that they were actually in character in this movie. Yeah. It wasn't just somebody being sassy that they wouldn't have been sassy about it at that point in Ultron. Um, they they were they were all in character. It felt like Peter Parker. It felt like Ant Man. Yes. So I think I think that was really cool. Um. So okay. Uh, Vision is by far the most powerful character on the field. At first, I thought they played him almost too un- inexperienced in the fight. He seemed more confident in Age of Ultron mere days after his creation. On further thinking, I realized that he's had more time to consider his abilities, to question himself and his purpose. So I now get the feeling that he's thinking more before taking actions. Okay. I agree with that. Sure, I can. Uh, He says, Hawkeye was used well, but still felt the most out of place. After the reveal of his family in Age of Ultron, and them stating that he's retired... It seems that it would be prudent to sit this fight out or at least get involved in a way that doesn't risk his family's stability. In being a good hero, they kind of make him out to be a crappy husband and father, and that bugs me some. Yeah. Yeah. The whole him having a family thing just completely they, they screws to, with It really does. Everything. And they, they had to, to backpedal. Yeah. Um, I'm reading an article that says in the... In Scovia... Scovia? Scovia. Uh, the country signs are written in a Serbian acrylic alphabet. Okay. Uh, The name vaguely sounds like it took inspiration from the word Soviet, but at the end of the day, it's entirely made up. Okay. So, uh, I don't know if that helps or hurts, but... Okay. Um, okay, we go on. Rhodey as the sacrificial lamb in the movie makes sense. He's not so critical that they can't take him out, but close enough to Stark to provide emotional impact. Yep. I almost wish they'd killed him off, but his rehabilitation mm. scene did give us Tony Stank. Stank. <laughs> his moment Thank you. of reaffirmation that he felt the record the accords were right. By the way, I've always thought of Don Cheadle as skinny and wiry, but he's got some guns on him in that rehabilitation scene. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that suit's heavy. Yeah. I'm in the camp that I didn't want anybody to die. No, but if anybody had to die, Rhodey. It makes sense. God, but if Rhodey actually died, I don't know that I could see well, Steve and Tony coming back together okay, for Infinity Wars. Coming into this movie, I expected somebody to die. I thought it was going to be Cap. Because, well, or Rhodey. Well, the previews made beyond, Rhodey look... Beyond the, the Cap dies at the end of Civil War anyway yeah. issue, um, I expected somebody to die while watching this. Um, and I, I mean, I guess they kind of used crossbones for that, but because Goliath was killed during a battle in the comics. I yeah. expected them to use that. Yeah. And seeing the commercials, which they played into it. They played, they played Oh, they me. absolutely did. They played me. So I actually, I did, really did think that Rhodey was dead. Yeah. I really did. Yeah. I'm glad he's not. Very glad. But I really thought they were going to kill him. Yeah. Uh, Sharon Carter is the double agent of the movie, feeding Steve Intel an ultimate um, returning Cap's gear. I'm guessing she's fired. <laughs> Surely it can't be too hard to figure out who stole the gear from custody. It seemed odd that Chicken Steve... Chicken suit. Yeah. It seemed odd that Steve didn't know about her relationship with Peggy, but whatever. They work well together. And she was part of my favorite scene in the movie, the return of Cap's... Uh, Team Cap's gear. 
The VW getaway car, the kiss, and Falcon and Bucky's reaction to the kiss. All the great superhero action in this movie, and this goofy scene is my favorite. It's these kinds of scenes that make them feel human. I'm such a sap, but I'm okay with this. I'm okay with that, too. I'm okay with you being a sap. I'm um, fine with it. Well, There's I'm a sh- lot of controversy over that scene, though, Michael. Yeah. A lot. A lot. He says, well, I'm sure I missed something, and that as soon as I hit send, I'll think of 20 other things I should have mentioned. <laughs> but this is already crazy long, so I better call it done. Cheers and stay Jarvelous. And if you use any of this, thanks for thinking of me, Michael. Aww. Okay, and then I think we have another one little little bit from him. Okay. Um... Yes. Aloha, ladies. Um, okay, I missed two characters in my dissertation. Okay. Falcon. Yes. Yes. Um, Mal- Mackie just looks like he's having a blast as Falcon. Doesn't and I he, think though? he is. He, he has. Mackie's just having a blast. Cut the check. I love Mackie. Um, they've upset his, they've upped his wings capability nicely. The Count Dracula wing shield move was cool. Um, they glossed over it a bit, but he's still a soldier with no compunction against killing. He fought Crossbones henchmen with Uzis. Um, Red Wing was handled well, too. I think Tony took a cheap shot when Falcon and he let, yeah, to check on War Machine. Um, Sam was genuinely concerned only to have, uh, only to get a repulsor to the chest. I agree. Not Tony's finest moment, but now, it did feel like a real response out of anger. I have a question, though. Um, all of his upgrades, was that um, Stark Tech? Yeah. It had I'm to be Star it Tech. Is. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's serious upgrade. Pet him. You know you want to. I'm, a, I'm actually surprised Tony didn't somehow sabotage the equipment. He could have. Yeah. And wasn't listening in on their comms. Yeah. Because you know that was all Stark Tech. You know it was Stark Tech. All mm. the comms have that's to be Stark an, Tech. That's an interesting. Because what else? The Avengers are going to use the best. And what's the best? Stark, Stark Tech. And it's free. Well, you know they ain't using them. Hammer Tech. No, they're not using Hammer Tech. They took him out in uh, Iron Man 2. So. Yeah. They didn't want it to blow up and be bad. No. Um, he says, nice to see Falcon's payoff of I know a guy to bring Ant-Man on board. Oh, yeah. yes. That yeah. was beautiful. Yeah, I really, I love Anthony Mackie. He is, because we've been watching a lot of the press for them on press tour. And it's always Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. And they are precious together. They are. And Mackie does not take any shit. No. It's great. It's great. And he's always prep, uh, propping up uh, Sebastian. Yes. He's always propping him up. Yes. Which I love. The support is it's great. great. Uh, so then we go to Bucky. Bucky had two lines in the How movie. How did he miss Bucky? Well, you know. Just saying. Uh, Bucky had two lines in the movie which really let you know how much weight he's carrying. One, when Cap tries to rescue him, um, the tactical squad coming for him. Something to the effect of it wasn't me, but I still did it. Yeah. He understands. Um, he had a similar line in Winter Soldier. Then when Tony finds out Winter Soldier killed his parents, um, Bucky says he remembers all of it. Mm, the pain. Um, my I know. heart. My heart. So you end up with a tortured soul that can't control his actions, but has to live with all the consequences and memories of what he's done. Um, we might. He might welcome death rather than live with the guilt. The resolution of freezing him again seems more story-driven than realistic. It seems like an excuse for him not to be around until they're ready to write him in again. Yeah. Um, surely true. someone in the MCU could reprogram him. Um, well, it's not going to be Tony. The only Tony thing, probably could. The, yeah, that's the only thing I'm banking on is that they're keeping him in secret in Wakanda. Yeah. So they don't have the full world's resources. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it is It is yeah, also terribly he, convenient. Yeah, he, Bucky is definitely hidden. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're, they're keeping him hidden. Yeah. 
Uh, so he says, it's, right. It's not like they've announced to the UN. Oh, by the way, James Buchanan Barnes is in in, cry- in cryostasis yeah. in Wakanda. Yeah. No. No. This is very secret. No. Mm-hmm. Um. So he says, right. I'm done. Really. I'm sure you had a ton more feedback to wade through. Cheers and stay jarvelous, Michael. Thank you, Michael. So that is was, that it? That was enough. Damn, wasn't it? Yeah. I'll take it though. Yeah. Michael and Michael, they all, they really, all of them brought up a lot of really good points. Yeah. Um, Because sometimes I know we struggle because we don't have a, like, we don't do a recap on the movies. Yeah. So it just becomes, oh, and this, oh, and this. Yeah, that's why I was like, you're reading through the feedback. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then that's Joe Russo in the bathtub. Yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. So we really appreciate the feedback. It really helps a lot. So um, Thor, (coughs) Dark World. Is next. Is next. Yeah, so um, just keep that in mind. And uh, again, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., because I know there's Agents of F- S.H.I.E.L.D. listeners out there, um, yeah. will be the following weekend because it's so long. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we're going to do a two. It's a two-parter. It's a um, two-parter. So we're going to record it on Friday rather than Wednesday. Because we have to find time to rewatch it and mm-hmm. take And it's two episodes and, and it's going to be a long yeah, one to record. So, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. So, so anything else? <laughs> Uh, is that's enough? That's we're like what? Are we hitting two hours? Two thirty nine. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna wrap this up. Sorry. Right. Thank you so much for Thank listening, you. guys. <laughs>